93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It is Tuesday, November 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Chester County woman is accused of pretending to have cancer, impersonating a doctor and nurse, and lying about her own father dying in an elaborate scheme to steal, steal thousands of dollars from donors on GoFundMe and Facebook. What now, a lunatic. There are so many details to this story, so you can stop me or tell me to move on whenever you want. <laughs> 32-year-old Jessica Cornell Smith of Euclid Township was arrested Monday and charged with theft by deception, false impression, and receiving stolen property. Earlier this year, Smith created a GoFundMe account and Facebook page claiming that she was diagnosed with hereditary non-polyposis colorectal cancer and was receiving treatment from oncology specialists at Abraham Cancer Center at the the hospital of the University of Pennsylvania. The actual name of the facility is Abramson Cancer Center, so she got that wrong. Through her pages, Smith claimed that she was facing tremendous medical bills, travel costs, and other payments related to child care and missed work. She also said her insurance coverage held a $15,000 deductible. Smith managed to raise over $10,000 through her fundraisers, which she deposited uh, to her TD bank accounts, investigators said. But with the increased donations also came skeptic, uh, you know, people were, were skeptic about it. So NBC 10 had an exclusive story yesterday and spoke to a high school friend of Smith's. She was very vague about her diagnosis and treatment and really suggestive photos like a selfie on the bathroom floor, on the bathroom floor about to give up on life, but also donate to my go me page, Terry Coleman said. Coleman brought Smith on uh, as a guest on her podcast, Ever Evolving Truth, over the summer. During the interview, Smith defended herself against her uh, detractors. If anyone straight up came to me and was like, I think you're faking it, I literally would say, okay, you're coming to chemo with me on Monday, Smith said in the interview. So no one ever took her up on that offer, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Police began to investigate on June 19th when a friend of Smith and her husband filed a report claiming they didn't believe that she had cancer. Smith's husband visited Euclid Township Police on July 31st and accused his wife of committing fraud, according to investigators. While speaking to police, Smith's husband provided evidence showing that she was covered under his insurance and that her medical bills had not reached over $1,200 in medical uh, deductibles, investigators said. Her husband also did not have any insurance records, statements, or documents that indicated that his wife was being treated for any form of cancer, according to the affidavit. Quick uh, question, Kathy. So she has a closely cropped haircut in her mugshot. Was that to sell the chemo? You know what? I don't know. They did The report didn't say, but yes. I mean, my guess is. Yeah. yeah, she had been shaving her head down. Yeah. Okay. And this is actually her hair grown in right now. Mm. So she was shaving it even shorter than this. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Case? Oh, she shaved it down to the skull. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically. Smith allegedly pretended to be a nurse with Penn Medicine, telling her real employer, a Chester County Fire Protection Company, that she needed days off in order to receive cancer treatment. She also told her bosses that her father died, allowing her to take off on July 31st, investigators said. Police determined that her father was actually alive and that Smith had presented a copy of a death certificate that didn't match her father's name. So she lied about cancer, lied about her job, lied about her father being dead. Yeah. Wow. She also forged a Penn Medicine doctor's signature on a letter stating that she had tumors and colon cancer. When police were probing the fraud uh, allegations against Smith, she went to the investigators herself, claiming that she was being harassed and bullied online by by people who were accusing her of lying about having cancer. During an interview with investigators in September, Smith provided several documents which claimed uh, and showed proof, well, she said showed proof of her chemotherapy treatments as well as a procedure in which she had 16 inches of her colon removed. A police review of the documents uncovered that Smith never received chemotherapy treatment and never had part of her colon removed. Uh, She actually received infusions for anemia. On the earlier issue, is it technically bullying if you 
are lying about having cancer. So these people are coming after her and she's upset about it. Yeah, and she's upset yeah, about yeah. it and goes to police, right? right? So based on their investigation, police determined that Smith lied about the cancer diagnosis. She was arrested and arraigned on Monday and is currently out on bail. She's scheduled for a preliminary hearing on November 12th. I would imagine it would be pretty easy to figure out if you've had 16 inches of your intestine removed right? or not. You know, pretty quick check. Yeah. I was wow. talking to Nick about it last night and there were I, th- I said I think there's so many lies in this story <laughs> that she started to lie to cover up the last lie and it just spiraled That's out the of inherent control. problem with this especially mm-hmm. now people who do that she she did all she she did all the perfunctory things she got she got some specifics involved but when you things as easily vetted as whether or not her father was still alive Seriously yeah. Yeah. How much of this do you want to go into now uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right now, during that, the news segment? Yeah, a little bit later. Not, yeah, not, yeah, not very yeah, long. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, we, we, there story. was a connection to our show yeah. from the well, stuff. I'll just so. say this. I listened to the Ever Evolving Truth podcast. Uh, they, they contacted me several times. I wasn't allowed to comment on it. But um, every time she spoke, every time Jessica spoke, she had an answer. She had a lie to cover up the last lie. And she's she's a really good liar. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. A spokesperson for GoFundMe told NBC10 News they're working with law enforcement to return the money to anyone who donated. It's unclear if the money Smith received through her Facebook page can be returned to donors. Who falls for a GoFundMe scam? <laughs> <laughs> Besides us, why do we get wrapped into these well. things? All right, moving on. Anger boiled over in North Philly's TM Pierce Elementary School Monday night as parents grilled Philadelphia school district officials about the recent discovery of exposed asbestos and flaking paint around pipes in the gym and school bathrooms. The entire basement is now closed off for the rest of the school. Chairman uh, Mitchell's fifth grade son, Alan, missed much of last year because of asthma, and lately he's been coming home with white powder on his clothes that his mom is convinced is asbestos. The district says that there are two options, to remediate the asbestos during off-school hours while students use the school or relocate 435 students to temporary buildings, possibly the Dobbins Tech. They have to find 25 classrooms for all the students. The school officials are trying to cover their tracks by uh, claiming that it should now be called the bestest. <laughs> the bestest. Yeah. Instead oh, of best bestest. The school was built in 1909 and is actually on the list to be demolished and rebuilt. That's not soon enough for teachers union environmental scientists who discovered the asbestos back in September. Parents wonder uh, what, why it's taken so long for the problem to be addressed. The school district says that it's a process of coming up with a plan. A plan that should be announced to parents by the end of the week. Voter turnout is expected to be low today, even with key races to be decided in both Pennsylvania and New Jersey. The polls open at 7 a.m. in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney is running for re-election against GOP challenger Billy Changlini, and seats on the city council are up for grabs as well. In New Jersey, the polls open at 6 a.m. All 80 assembly seats are on the ballot. Polls close at 8 p.m. in both states. Delaware does not have a general election today. Now, when voters head to the polls in Philadelphia, they are going to be greeted by brand new machines. The city officials say are easy to use and more secure, but these aren't quite as simple as the old lever or push-button machines. The new machines combine an electronic touchscreen with a paper ballot. Uh, it's a state-mandated change to upgrade old voting systems for security reasons. In sports this morning... <laughs> The Sixers lost for the first time this season, falling to the Suns 114-109 to last night in Phoenix. 
Devin Booker finished with 40 points for the Suns, who improved to 5-2 and two on the season. The previously undefeated Sixers played without center Joel Embiid because of his two-game suspension. Embiid will be back tomorrow night as the Sixers continue their road trip out west with a game in Utah against the Jazz. Tip-off is scheduled for 9 o'clock. In Monday night football, Dak Prescott threw for three touchdowns and the Dallas Cowboys cruised to a 37-18 win over the New York Giants. Ezekiel Elliott ran for a season-high 139 yards as Dallas improved to 5-3, and three, a half a game ahead of the Eagles, and beat the Giants for the sixth straight game. Deshaun Jackson is scheduled to have surgery this morning. It's estimated that Deshaun will be out for four to six weeks. Jackson met with the specialist yesterday and was told his core muscle injury is now worse than it was when it first happened uh. in week two. His uh, abdominal muscle is now completely torn off of the bone after he uh. tried to play on, uh, yeah, on Sunday against the Bears. The injury occurred on the Eagles' opening drive when he was tackled after his only catch and worsened on the third down of that same drive. And the Flyers are in action tonight with the game at home against the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll have tickets to give away for that game later this morning, so make sure you're listening. The puck drops tonight at 7 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Tuesday morning, and uh, we have a stack of things that we have to get to today that, of course, we're looking forward to presenting to you, my friends. Uh, Yeah, Kathy, I mentioned we have Flyers tickets. Don't know how we're giving those away. We'll give them away at some point. Oh, yeah. For tonight's game, so listen up for your chance to win those. Uh, But on another tip, we do have some other things to give away. Casey's idea. It's a bye week uh, for the Eagles, so we're going to buy you something. Yes. Yes. We we wanted to play on the word buy, and we thought maybe switching your standard sexual preference might be a bit much. It might be too graphic for morning radio. So we're not going to do that. We're going to buy you something, and actually we're going to play a game you either love or you hate. (laughs) Uh, there's yeah, no in-between. You, you might loathe it. You might love it. Uh, it's called Pacing for Prizes. Yes. Ooh. I and happen to like it. We're going to we're gonna send out a new correspondent this time. Yeah, there's yeah. a little twist on it. Our shopping expert oh this morning, <laughs> Kathy Rabondo. Hey. We'll be out so of the excited. studio at an undisclosed location. We'll disclose that later on. And uh, <laughs> she will, per your directions... Uh, walk around the store and eventually end up somewhere where you have to... Somewhere awesome. Yeah. You you end up making a, a blind choice at a prize. And whatever's on the shelf, we're going to buy it for you. Yeah, honestly, yeah. if you screw it up, you're out. That's just, no, no. <laughs> she may actually go shopping for herself at the same oh, time. I wouldn't doubt well, it. Uh, well, well you, I don't want to give away the secret as to where we're going. You but have, I have to be special, an idiot not to know. I right? have a special bag, Preston, that you gave me. That's and right. I, for, I had what? it laid out to bring with me this morning, and I forgot it. Man. I know. I'm so mad. It's all good, though. So, we're, But we're going to get something uh, for you this morning. We'll probably get to that in the 9 o'clock hour. we got some friends from Dunkin' Donuts stopping by today. Yay. And uh, there's some information that we'll pass along that is cool about some new products at Dunkin' Donuts. We have a ta- Tuesday today. We have a chance to win a Preston and Steve tattoo, $350 gift certificate to world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. So you can get started on that. Text the word tattoo to 39333. And uh, later on, we'll uh, grab a winner, and uh, you'll be good to go. And you may end up getting tattooed by some of the best in the area at Philadelphia Eddie's. Uh, so we have that, and I know we have some other stuff, too. So I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We'll absorb it all, get ready to start on this Tuesday morning, coming back with the Entertainment Report, a very weird, stupid question that I have for you, and uh, prizes in conjunction with that. So stay put. We won't be gone long. 
Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. What does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, for starters, my competition really hates me. Watch as we get closer and closer to Black Friday. All my competition will start having their crappy sales. I must be in a business of idiots. What magical, mystical thing happened that made this diamond ring 70% less? You're just too smart to buy this crap. Buy real jewelry from a real jeweler. Come to Steven Singer on Jewelers Row. One place, one price. Or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So I have a really weird, stupid question this morning. We're oh, going to give away, by the way, a four-pack of tickets to uh, join us for uh, Preston and Steve Knight at the Pop-Up Phenomenon Happy Place. And that's at the King of Prussia Mall Thursday, November 14th. So next Thursday. Uh, so you guys know the uh, the lollipops, Chupa Chups? Yes. Or Chupa Chups or Chupa yeah. Chups. I, everybody pronounces it a little bit different. Who designed that logo? It was, somebody, huh. it was somebody famous. Really? Yeah, 215-263-WMMR, who designed the logo Ooh, like for this. Chupa Chups, uh, the, the lollipops. I remember they, they had sponsored for uh, years ago when we were Y100, and we just had boxes and boxes and boxes of that stuff around the radio station. I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember Molto Meal. We had a lot of that. Yeah, that was weird, too. All right, let's see if you know the answer. Give us a call. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we are waiting your call. November 5th is uh, the date today, the 5th of November. Is that the, the gunpowder trees in the park? Yeah, right. Remember, remember the 5th yeah. of November? Uh, Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead celebrates his birthday today. Johnny is turning 48 years old today. So happy birthday to you, Mr. Greenwood. This is, uh, his, this is the party song. Yep, this is the this, uh, Radiohead party crank song. Crank it up and get things, take it to another level. <laughs> this might be my favorite radio. Climate Police? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Robert Patrick of Terminator 2, Judgment Day, The X-Files, Walk the Line, and brother of Filter Frontman Richard Patrick. Yeah. I always forget that. 61 years old today, yeah. He's a good actor. He was, re- I mean, in T2, he's what you needed to follow up, uh, you know, Arnold and uh, did a great job. Yep. Uh, then we have Famke Jansen. Oh. Yeah, Jean Grey in the X-Men movies. And uh, she's been in a bunch of other films as well. She's uh, 54 years old today. She, she played an assassin in uh, GoldenEye who uh, crushed oh. her victims uh, with her thighs. Really? While making love, yes. Wow. Xenia on a top. Yep. So she would do it, like, around their body or around yes. their head or so something? Yes, so she would, okay. as, as, like, they were on top, the, she would wrap her legs around the guy and crush his wow. lungs. Powerful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 54 today. Uh, Tatum O'Neill. She was a, a hot mess, but I man, did I was in love with her. I had such a crush when I was a kid. Well, yeah, bad news bears and little darlings. She mm-hmm. was definitely, you know, I was, I was a little bit older, you know, at that point. But I remember she was adorable in Paper Moon. Yeah, I think she was one of the youngest actresses ever nominated for an Oscar. I think she won, didn't she? Did she win? She might very well have won. I think she yeah. is the youngest actress or at that time to to win an Oscar for a long, long time. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I think and Anna Paquin. Is... She was ten years old. Yeah. Uh, so she is uh, 56 years old, formerly married to John McEnroe, of course. Yeah, and McEnroe got full custody of the kids. That's what a mess she was. Yeah, she was. I think she dabbled in heroin. Yeah, she bit. did. She had a, she had a problem. Uh, then you have Art Garfunkel. Yep, Art is uh, celebrating his 78th birthday today. Those guys had the biggest on and off relationship, one of the biggest in all of music. Together, sensational. Yeah. Uh, his voice, sensational. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think after a while he started to get into movies. He's in the movie Carnal Knowledge, if you remember that movie. 
I do, um, but yeah. I don't remember him in it. So he had an acting career. Paul was not that thrilled with it. Paul can sing, and yeah. so Paul just kind of took over the mother load of the uh, uh, there's singing a, chores. There's an argument that takes place in This Is Forty, uh, where the, they are they're they're trying to talk about they're trying to talk the way their therapist told them to oh. talk. <laughs> And they start using analogies of Simon and right, Garfunkel, yeah, 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 yeah. and they've just had it. And she, she goes, but Simon writes the effing songs. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Uh, he is 78 today. Brian Adams. Yep, that Brian Adams, Canadian rock star, is 60 years old today. So wait a and second. if yeah. I want to mention this is 40... Ryan Adams has the same birthday today. Uh, featuring Chris Shiflett. Oh, come what, on, man. What happened? What's happening It's you there? again. No, it's not. It was supposed... I don't mean you. I meant his voice. It's... I don't know what happened. It, it, the thing says Ryan Adams. I was going to play a Ryan, Ryan Adams song, but instead it's a fart that I farted on the air yesterday. <laughs> All right, well, let me mention this. Okay, please. Ryan Adams up. is in the movie. Yes. Uh, uh, this is 40. Now let's play the the clip. Here we go. Uh, featuring. I know. Chris. It's the wrong clip, but we're going to finish it because okay. now I need to know. Shiflet. What was that? It was my chair. <laughs> Wait, did you just blame your chair again? That's from yesterday. No, that's oh, from yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, so you so see I'll how let... it says Ryan Adams to be young? Yeah. Yes. It's supposed to be the song, but for some reason, it's a clip from yesterday. I can CSI this for us. Yeah. So yesterday we recorded that. That happened around at the time of Music News. Right, and and you went to play what you thought was a Ryan Adams song now, but for some reason that clip from yesterday is replaced. No, no, it's... Uh, no, because you'll see it, it says on this on this particular song file yeah. it's three minutes and one second long. Oh. But if you go up top, it says seven, seven seconds. seconds. Yeah, uh, it's a good song. Though. It is a good song. Yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. It's, right. not, it's not my fault. It's not his fault. I can fix it. It's not your fault. It's absolutely, son, son, it's not your fault. Don't do this. Son, it's not your fault. Don't do this. It's not your fault. Uh, not you, Sean. All right, so uh, Ryan Adams is, is 45. What about him? He's he's 45. Okay, yeah. But Brian Adams is 60 today. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Very talented. She's great, and man, so I watched Endgame the other night. Yeah. I love the ancient one character. I absolutely love that character. And when she realizes yeah. uh, that it's on, yep. you know, her whole demeanor changes. That she made a mistake. Yes. And that she's she hands over. Right. You know, you you, know. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen a movie by now. We've, so. A couple bucks. We've <laughs> talked about it many times, but, uh, you know, action movies, big blockbusters don't get a lot of uh, Oscar buzz. But her role, and that same role, but her and um, Benedict Cumberbatch in Doctor Strange were phenomenal. They yeah. were Great. so good throughout the entire movie, and they should have been nominated. And where she was surprisingly funny was in, was it Shameless? Uh, uh, Amy Schumer, didn't she play the... Yes, uh, the, 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 uh, the editor, editor. The editor. She's hilarious. <laughs> A train wreck. Yeah, a train wreck. Yeah. That's it. Train wreck. She's excellent. And she's just Hilarious. this terrible person. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't even recognize her. Right. You wouldn't. She looks great in it. Uh, she, she's uh, got a much more glam look about her, but she she cracked me up. She first moment. came to my attention, Preston, in the movie Constantine. We can't yeah. She played the angel Gabriel. Yeah. And she was also in uh, the Chronicles of Nyang-Nya. Nyang-Nya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Aren't you from Nyang-Nya? And uh, Benjamin Button. And uh, anyhow, Suspiria. She is uh, 59 today. And one of the great actors um, who we got, we were this close to having him in the studio. I'm hoping someday it will come together. But Sam Rockwell yeah. uh, turns 51 years old today. He's great. And he does drama and comedy both. Fantastic. Um, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. He was great in that. Um, he was uh, hilarious in Galaxy Quest, uh, Charlie's Angels, Iron Man 2. So he's in the MCU. 
Uh, and he is celebrating his uh, 51st birthday today. So happy birthday to Sam Rockwell. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, who designed the Chupa Chups logo, the uh, lollipop logo? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I will go to, let's go to Dave, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Dave. Hey, good morning. Uh, Dave, do me a favor and tell me who designed the Chupa Chups logo, please. That would be Salvador Dali. Salvador oh, Dali. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had to I had to fact check that because I'm like, all right, is this the lollipop? You know, because it, it just says, who designed the Chupa Chips logo? I got it from my uh, prep service, and, and I'm like, that just doesn't seem right. Salvador Dali. And I went and I checked, and sure enough, it's not a weird-looking logo. It isn't surreal. He's a surrealist or anything. And, uh, yeah. Huh. I don't know why he did it, but he did it. So there you go. Well, look, if Andy Warhol can be on the love boat, there you go. He can design this. Dave, uh, we are going to set you up for a pack of tickets to join us for the Preston and Steve Knight pop up phenomenon, Happy Place, at the King of Prussia Mall Thursday, November 14th from 6 to 8 p.m. And this interactive, immersive exhibit features more than 15,000 square feet of playful spaces, cheerful moments. It's been called the most Instagrammable pop-up in America. You bet your ass. Tickets are on sale now via happyplace.me. In fact, it says that. You bet your ass. Right above the uh, the, the marquee. It I'm really looking forward to going there next week. Uh, the exhibit is here through January 5th, occupying the space where the J.C. Penney's was inside of the mall. All right, so oh, we're going to start with sad news. Our friend. Oh. Yes! Uh. Kate Flannery was eliminated from oh. Dancing with the Stars last night. What the hell? How is Sean... What's his name? Spicer. Spicer still on that damn show. He was surprised. He was surprised. Everyone he was surprised. Is in fact, awful. the judges were were tangibly, palpably pissed off. Yeah. They, well, they because they competed against each other. I'm sure you have this. Sorry, Preston. They competed against each other. Her compared to him, like he he didn't do anything. He just had a pretty girl dancing around her. Yeah. Around he knows him, he and she, but she was good. Yeah. Kate. Uh, she first performed a jive during the individual dance portion of the evening and earned a 24 from of 30 from judges Carrie Ann Inaba, Len Goodman, and Bruno Tonioli. That was a wonderful dance. Uh, in the <laughs> dance-off round that followed later, she and uh, Peshkov went head-to-head against Sean Spicer and Jenna Johnson. But although Flannery was awarded two extra points from the judges uh, in the cha-cha dance-off, it was the actress who was sent home at the end of the night uh, they landed in jeopardy with Allie Brooke and Sasha Farber. Both pairings were brought before the judges who were in shock at Flannery and Brooke landing in the bottom two. So here's what they had to say. So um, it was, who said this? Uh, Inab- Inaba said, uh, first of all, I just want to say it's confusing for me at this point why these are the bottom two. Uh, Tony Oli had similar feelings. He said, uh, again, I'm in the same position as Carrie Ann. You know, I have to do my job. You shouldn't be here. And then uh, Inaba had called out viewers who may use their votes to spite the judges. She said, what I want to say about this is there are people who are working their butts off, and we've gotten so many complaints in the past seasons about not the best dancers winning, she said, seemingly referring to the controversy over Bobby Bones winning last season. Uh, She said, so these people who are voting just to spite us or whatever reason they're having in their heart, listen, I respect you, but how about having a little respect for the people who are working their butts off dancing? Uh, so they clearly thought that it's that a was sword, a though. dick move. They want people to be involved. They want them to feel that they have ownership of the contest by allowing them to vote. But then they're getting pissed. I mean, yeah. so I just have the judges vote then. Yeah, yeah. or or make make the... it a less of less a percentage of the win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Kate was all smiles and uh, took the elimination like a true professional that she is and uh, was even lifted into the air by her fellow castmates in celebration of her valiant efforts. So, Nick, you were saying you think uh, it might be a bit of a relief? She has been working so hard yeah. on this. She's been working uh, literally on the you know on the physical side of it every day. She's also been in uh, physical therapy because it's taking such a toll on her body. Uh, she says she hasn't been able to have a drink since last night, so that you know that's weighing on her. So uh, I think I'm sure she wanted to keep going because she really has loved it so much. But I, I also think that there's a little bit of relief involved too. But I mean, just personally, I, I think she got robbed. Yeah. yeah, and from a career standpoint, though, she's part of the show. She's totally be appearing on all the subsequent episodes. Yeah, it's good for a career. It's super good for a career. Even if you're getting beat up and and, it, yeah. and it's hard and everything, losing still sucks. So, totally. You know. She but, made it a decent way through. She did. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. So we'll have to see if we can get her on soon and and uh, find out uh, all about. Look, that. we have we're, we have uh, Nikki Glazer uh, on Friday, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was eliminated. What after the first round? I yeah. think it was. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, Keanu Reeves was photographed holding hands with longtime friend, 46-year-old artist Alexandra Grant, causing many to speculate that the two might be a couple. Uh, People reports uh, that the pair stayed close as they posed for photos on the red carpet at the uh, LACMA Art and Film Gala in Los Angeles on Saturday. Have you ever loved? (laughs) Uh, while this is the first official outing for the duo, they began working together in 2011 when she had provided the illustrations for Keanu's first book, Ode to Happiness. Huh. So, so. this is a nice pairing. She's in his age range. Yeah. It looks accomplished. They seem to be happy together. Keanu's really, hitting all the right notes. I don't really know anything about her, but uh, yeah, you're right about yeah. that, Steve. He's not, uh, it's not going, you don't look at it and cringe. And right. Go, oh, she created Mr. Do? Peanut, Preston. That's her. It's just like Salvador Dali. <laughs> uh, was not aware of that. Wow. Uh, what a but, lovable character. Lovable that guy. character. Yeah. Keanu obviously loves that John Wick look, though. He keeps it going when he's yeah. not yeah, shooting. That's his natural look. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, Alec Baldwin is suing the man who claims the 30 Rock actor punched him during a parking dispute back in 2018. Isn't there a video of this? Uh, I think yes, there is actually. TMZ obtained a lawsuit in which the SNL star claims that uh, Wojciech uh, Kaczkowski, what a name, Kaczkowski, uh, lied about what happened during the spat. Uh, uh, TMZ is reporting the incident took place. When Sikowski had pulled into a parking spot and came too close to Baldwin's wife and child, uh, who were waiting on the curb, Baldwin admits to lightly pushing Cheskowski or Seskowski, however you say his name, during the dispute, and claims video surveillance footage at uh, and hospital records prove <clears throat> that the driver lied about being assaulted. Uh-huh. According to court papers filed by Baldwin, he said. When two New Yorkers get into an argument over a parking space, typically what happens is they exchange a few sharp words and then they move on with their lives. But that is not what happened here. Uh, Siskowski has instead made up a false story about the encounter and refused to move on unless Baldwin succumbs to his extortionate demands, according to papers filed by uh, him. It's pretty wild because you have someone who's a known hothead. And listen, you know, I know that there are times when Baldwin has been in the wrong, but I saw the footage. It didn't seem like there was that much going on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's, I guess he saw him as a mark. Yeah. Yeah. Quite possibly. Uh, in a New York Times op-ed published yesterday, Martin Scorsese expanded on his position mm. that Marvel movies are not cinema. Come on, man! Uh, according to the director of The Irishman, the popular series of superhero movies lack artistry. He you writes. know, somebody needs to offer him the role of Doctor Strange's father. Yeah. And just put... 
Put him in. I'm honored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he writes, many of the elements that define cinema as I know it are there in Marvel Pictures. What's not there is revelation, mystery, or genuine emotional danger. I think that's all wrong. He says, I think that's all incorrect. He says, nothing is at risk. Uh, the pictures are made to satisfy a specific set of demands and they are designed as variations on a finite number of themes. The you mean like mobster of, movies? Like mob yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, like every Goodfellas and Casino and Mean Streets and The Irishman, they're all of the same style yeah. with the same sort of plot things at work. Would he say the same of the original Star Wars? Right. Would he say that that... So, so this whole... If you take the, uh, again, not to sound like um, the nerds that we are for this... But you need to take the all the movies as a long story. Mm. And if you can do that and get to Endgame and not feel that there is an emotional payoff, a connection to these characters, uh, an amazing uh, set of cinematic rules being applied, then shut up! But also, each chapter of that um, the saga is amazing. There, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what this guy thinks. I, I, know. I really don't. You know, we had Mark Maron in here a couple of weeks ago, and, you know... I, and I, I have, you know, friends of mine that, you know, I've talked to them about it. And they're like, you know, I, I'm I'm just not in the You're superhero done. movies. Yeah. And it's like, you know it's what? Fine. That's fine. Yeah. You know what? The, yeah. yeah. I'm then, not into then, your face. <laughs> then it's not for you. And yeah. it, like, shouldn't affect me at all. It's become trendy, though. Yeah. Now. It's, now it's becoming trendy. Yeah. So you had, you had Bill Maher. You had uh, Mark uh, Marin, You had, uh, now you have Scorsese. You have Coppola. Yeah. You have these people coming out. What they are is, is the fact is, is that. These movies are keeping Hollywood afloat, and they're sucking up screens. Yeah, and so, so they don't, they can't understand why their quiet story of a man who does um, yeah. origami right. uh, is not uh, opening up in you know four thousand theaters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he continues saying the situation sadly is that we now have two separate fields. There's worldwide audiovisual entertainment. And there's cinema. Yeah. Tell you what, Martin Scorsese, you do something of importance and then I'll listen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Rage, obviously, he's one of the greatest, one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. But I don't think this argument needs to exist. Yeah, I think you're right about that. There's no need. No need to be critical. For an argument. Are we getting entertainment out of these things? Are people getting joy? All of these things? Absolutely. Hey, is it specific about Marvel, this whole thing? Because nobody's going after any of DC. No, he's totally into Aquaman. No, no, no. That's what I was going to say. That's a good question because... Nobody's going after DC at all. Well, the lead... uh, the lead uh, sentence I had here said he expanded his position that Marvel movies are not cinema. I, I don't know. Wouldn't it be yes. wild if he's a crazy fan of DC? I'd be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> he's saying this while wearing a Batman mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, still, they overlap from time to time, meaning audiovisual entertainment and cinema. They overlap from time to time, but that's becoming increasingly rare. And I fear that the financial dominance of one is being used to marginalize and even belittle the existence of the other. Do you know what you need to do then? Here's how you do it. Make a kick-ass movie that people just can't fight seeing. They just have yeah. to go see it. Yeah. And So you have The Irishman, all right? So it's going directly in the theaters for a little bit and then to Netflix. Yep. So let it stand as its own with a full theatrical release and put it in theaters for the full run before it's on Netflix. Yep. 
Uh, Ellen DeGeneres is going to be honored at the 2020 Golden Globe Awards. Uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association announced that Ellen, who is, tur- is 61, will receive the Carol Burnett Award at the award show on January 5th in Beverly Hills. That's pretty cool. That's great. Is she going to say positive things about superhero movies? Uh, we can only hope. Uh, President uh, Lorenzo Soria said uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is delighted to honor Ellen DeGeneres with the Carol Burnett Award. Uh, from her sitcoms to stand-up to becoming a household staple on daytime television, she's a pioneer who has captivated audiences for nearly 25 years with her undeniable charm and wit. In addition to her television success, of course, she is uh, an advocate and philanthropist, leading her voice to those who don't have uh, who don't have done and spreading kindness and joy exactly. through the power exactly. of her platform. Is there uh, yeah. some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known as? So, I couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Carol Burnett was the first recipient of the Carol Burnett Award. Correct. That was uh, last year. That was last year. Okay. Or this this year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's I think that's a, a good choice. So yeah, so she'll be the first recipient outside of the, of the namesake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DeGeneres has hosted the syndicated show, the Ellen DeGeneres Show, since two thousand three. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to believe that it's been that long. It's unbelievable. She was on against. Well, she was in the same environment with Oprah as yeah. Oprah was leaving, and she was the heir apparent to that uh, audience. And uh, she's run with it ever since. She announced in May that uh, the series was renewed through uh, the 2021-22 television season. Her so. big thing now is obviously she's working on that uh, gorilla farm. Where mm, they they okay. grow uh, grow gorillas. They grow gorillas, yes. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Carol Burnett, Variety reports that she will reprise her role as Jamie's mother, Teresa Stemple, in Mad About You. You know, they're redoing that. Yeah. Or their revival for it. Uh, and it's going to air the first six episodes on Spectrum Originals on November 20th. Uh, the final episodes air on December 18th. Spectrum Originals? What is that on? Don't know, man. GameCube? <laughs> I do not know. Uh, uh, Preston, I know you've been watching uh, uh, Kaminsky Method. Yeah. Uh, are you still in season one? Yes. Because Paul Reiser shows up in season two, and uh, he's unrecognizable. He he has uh, a ponytail. Uh, it looks like a bald cap. They may have put a fat suit on him. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's very funny, and he, okay. he plays... Um, uh, uh, Michael Douglas's daughter's boyfriend, but he's the same age as Michael Douglas. So it, it, oh, it presents a funny dynamic. But I'm All interested right. to see what he looks like in the Mad About You reboot because he does not look anything like himself in Kaminsky Method. He was good in Stranger Things. He was. He was yeah, yeah. really good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, Selma Blair showed a picture of her post-chemo pixie cut on Instagram yesterday. The Cruel Intentions actress writes that after her hair fell out following her chemotherapy treatment for MS... Uh, it took two months to begin uh, regrowth, and she says that she's currently embracing her short charcoal hair, and then she wrote, unless some fancy pants company with a thick checkbook wants to entice me out of dye retirement. <laughs> so maybe she'll get an endorsement for uh, hair dye. We'll she looks see. great. She does. Uh, Paul Walker's daughter got a 21st birthday message from her uncle, Vin Diesel, not her real uncle, but uh, they're like well, family. Part of my family. Yeah. Uh, so on Dear Monday, Paul Walker's daughter. <laughs> You'll always be part of my family. Dear Paul Walker's daughter. <laughs> it's hard writing this because my fingers are so big I can't hold the pen. <laughs> family. The Fast and Furious star penned the following message to Meadow Walker on Instagram. Uh, I just wanted you to know <laughs> I'm thinking of you. I don't write too good. Well. 
He's always got those bubbles. He's got that thing that's yeah. always floating in the back of his throat. Uh, he said, I could say, I that, could I, say that I'm so proud I'm so of proud the person of you're the person becoming. Become. But, but the I truth can't. is. I have a huge bubble in my throat. <laughs> like a hoagie lodged in my Adam's out. <laughs> he said, I know it's your Twitter. Wait, hold on a second here. I know, I know your Twitter head. No, he said, I could say that I'm so proud of the person you're becoming, but. The truth is, I've always been proud of you. Happy birthday, Meadow. I know it's your 21st, and you want to go big in Japan, but the family has a cake waiting for you when you get home, so hurry. Love you, kid. Uncle Vin. He has been That's very nice. supportive yeah. of Paul Walker's family. He clearly was devastated yeah. by the, the loss of this guy, and yeah. every time you see him, whenever he is getting a chance to speak in public, he acknowledges Paul Walker's death. Uh, it really tore them up. Did you see the one movie where... That was being filmed when Paul Walker died in that accident. They completed it with, um, you know, the the face mapping and all that no, stuff. No, I didn't. They did a great job. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could send him off any better in the film. Nice. Because he's family. Uh, so 27-year-old former gymnast Sean Johnson is a new mom. Uh, she took to Instagram on Monday after welcoming her first child, a daughter, with her husband, Andrew East. Uh, Johnson shared a black and white photo of herself holding the, her baby girl as East embraces them both and wrote, you are our everything. Welcome to the world, baby girl. It's was a new she, family. Was she, <laughs> she's 27. Was she part of the dream team or I, I don't know. I forget. Sean Johnson. Uh, there have been a few dream teams, haven't there? There yeah, have been, actually. One? They've yeah. been so good. Yeah. Um, the wet dream team. <laughs> the wet dream. I'm trying to think of all the dream teams. You had the basketball team. Yeah, ninety-two. Uh, uh, OJ's lawyers were the dream team, were they not? Right. Well, then who were the dream warriors? I know uh, they fought Freddie Freddie Krueger. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. 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 Was, uh, Patricia, Patricia Arquette. Arquette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. And Lawrence Fishburne was in that movie. You know what? Possibly the way they were they were family. They were because <laughs> they took on Freddie Krueger. Uh, Nick found the information on her. She was on Dancing with the Stars. I'm oh, just, yeah. Well, there you go. So now she's going to be besties with Kate Flannery. 2008 Summer Olympics, it says here. So That was China. I remember that. When was the first time Dream Team invoked that where it got pop culture traction? Would it have been with the... I think it was 92. With yeah, that, with, yeah. Because that was That's the first time thinking. they allowed uh, NBA players to play in the yeah, Olympics. And right. It was, it was 92, so it was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and well, Michael they, Jordan. They were like a film. They were like a family. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that's probably the, the flashpoint when it became the accepted phrase for an ideal team. When are the next Olympics for us? Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Next year. In, in Tokyo. 2020. And it'll be summer? Yeah. Uh, well, there will be a summer next year. Yes, we're counting on the summer. <laughs> okay, so you guys year. don't know. Yes, it's, I have no idea. Yeah, it's in Tokyo. It's the Summer Olympics. It's next year. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, that'd be so cool. Could you imagine? Well, you what, know, to go there? Yes. To go to Tokyo? It would yeah, be awesome. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Oh. Olympics I think we do our show from Tokyo. Okay. Right? Yeah. We do it from Tokyo. In the middle of the afternoon or evening. Yeah, that'd be sweet. What time is it in Tokyo right now? It's uh, 6.58. It's the opposite side of the world. so It might be 6.58 at night. It might be one of those ones where it's 12 hours ahead. So I was conversing with someone in Hong Kong. I'll uh, save that story for a person. But uh, no, it's a tech support in Hong Kong. And you're right, Nick. It was 12 hours. Okay. So it would have to be the same. 8.58 p.m. 8.58. Okay. Uh, by the way, Andrew East, an NFL free agent, posted a video with Johnson and their daughter on his own account, so they're all happy. Now, uh, Kate Beckinsale, kind of a different set of circumstances, is officially single now. Oh, the divorce took that amount yeah. of time to go through, it huh? It did, yes. The people... How come some people get divorced in, like, record time 
And I guess maybe sometimes people just let it languish a bit. Some people do. Look, I mean, look at uh, Shri- Sh- Maria Shriver and Schwarzenegger. They're not divorced they yet. They let it drag for years. Yeah, I think it's like if you both actually want it. I yeah. uh, <laughs> I know somebody, it took them 10 years to get divorced. 10 years. They just signed their papers. They've been separated. She's had like four other boyfriends. Like, Was one of them just holding out for some reason? Yeah. She just was inside. She because she hated everything about him, and she just wanted to be an held a-hole. him over a barrel. Yeah, yeah. And so she and, and he, yeah, there were kids, and and she wanted to be an a hole. Yeah, she. Oh, wow, she was, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. she, and she was still covered under his insurance. There you so, go. So yeah, and she you know had some issues that were going pretty serious issues, and so she just you know kept using that and never actually signed the papers. Wow. Uh, so people confirms the actress and her director husband Len Weiserman or Wiseman. Uh, have finalized their divorce. The two met in 2003 while they were working on the first Underworld film together, and they wed in 2004 and confirmed their separation in late 2015, but they just made it official, so she is 100% single. She went on to, uh, like, Pete Davidson was the uh, yep. was the, was the last high-profile, right? It was for a moment. A brief moment, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Uh, Seth Myers will release his Netflix stand-up special, Lobby Baby, today, and uh, the streamer service has added a totally new feature for it. This is interesting. During a segment in which Myers begins to joke about Trump, a button will appear on the screen allowing viewers to skip ahead if they want to, (laughs) similar to how they're able to skip a show's intro. The button was evidently added at Myers' request with the comedian telling CNN it was a way to build in the response to anyone who would say, oh, let me guess, there's going to be jokes about the president. (laughs) He added, though, That's what that, he's kind of known for. He added, though, that the button itself is just another joke, one he doesn't necessarily expect will be used, but I think it will actually be functional. Yeah, okay. That, that, it's, it's, it's a good selling point. It's getting at PR, but people are going to him for that, so yeah, they're not yeah. going to be surprised. I think that that's why it. he's saying it's, right, a, yeah, it's yeah. just a joke, So, uh, but that's that's pretty funny. Uh, how about this? One last story. I got, yeah. All right, let me do Let me do a couple more quickies. Speaking of uh, just a quick thing, Preston, do you use that... When you record stuff on your DVR, uh, do you use the, the the smart commercial skip now? Do you see it in the timeline? There's, I there's do. these little truncated yellow lines that represent the commercial breaks. And oh you, yeah, boom! I love it. Zips right across. Starts. I, I, actually... I haven't recorded something with with commercials in it in a long time. Yeah. So I didn't even. I'm not aware of this. Uh-uh. I actually wondered what the point of that was because I mean I know what it is yeah. but like now you're just no one's watching any commercials so <laughs> why not just take the commercials so if you, if you if you take the show on demand for example it's a show you haven't DVR'd and you want it on demand uh, they will they will um, they will disable disable the fast forward and all that yeah. stuff so that you will watch the commercials uh, but for the DVR aspect it's kind of I I, 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 they're just Xfinity's just responding I just, to I, I just can't imagine that anybody's actually sitting through the commercial they have to immediately be filtering yep. through that yellow Line. So yesterday Some, I watched live TV for the first time, and, and it, it had to have been a long time because I was like, wow, there's a lot of political ads right now, and I <laughs> oh had not God. seen anything. What were you watching, if you don't mind? It was the news. Okay, yeah. 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 Jeopardy, 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 Jeopardy. Fortune. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? I, and my wife and I were saying this, and, and do you feel this way, Nick? It seems, because it's obviously it's not as important, a uh, uh, every voting period is important. But it's but not a national it's election. It's not a national election. Yeah. So this seems to be a lot shorter. I think so. That we've been dealing with this. I think probably because the campaigns don't have as much money as the yeah. national. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. So they, they can't afford the TV ads like uh, yep. some of the other ones. But uh, apparently, uh, and maybe I'm getting this wrong, but it's nothing but pedophiles and murderers running for office That's this it. Year. That's yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the opposition says, right? Yeah, yeah, you know it'd be a yeah. stunning commercial. This is why I'm a good candidate. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, wouldn't you never be, hear that? Wouldn't it be interesting? 
<laughs> All right, uh, this is pretty cool. Mel Gibson and Frank Grillo will star in Joe Carnahan's thriller called Leo from Toledo. Uh, according to Variety, the project centers on Gibson's character, a former killer for the Kansas City mob, now hiding in uh, witness protection. I don't know who Frank's going to be playing. I don't know if he's you know a good guy, bad guy, cop, uh, mob guy, whatever. Did you see him at the the, the boxing party that Stallone? So no, I follow no. Sylvester Stallone on Instagram. Stallone throws this party. There's Frank Grillo, Brian Kalen, Frank Stallone, Adolph Lundgren, Al Pacino, oh. and Frank Grillo's there uh, hanging out with these guys, and they're they're laughing it up and yucking it up. It's unbelievable. That's mm. cool. That is cool. I don't know when this. That's so Mel. He was having a great time. Yeah. Yucking it up. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. I have no idea when something like that might. Uh, Here, look. Might take place. It's but, up on uh, the screen here in the studio from his Instagram account. Dolph Lundgren, uh, Kalen, Brian Kalen, and uh, Al Pacino. See me, there you go right there. All right. freaking real. crazy. That's I want to cool, be man. there. He's never coming on our show. <laughs> we are low rent. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more thing. Vince Vaughn and Sharon Horgan are set to star in Christopher Storer's romantic dramedy uh, called The Last Drop. This is this is wonderful news. The story follows culinary uh, show host Clay. A now, what does this mean? A bon vivant. Uh, Am I know what that li- means? Enjoyer of life. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Somebody's having a good time. Yeah. A bon vivant. It means uh, literally means good liver. Yeah. Like oh, somebody... So when you say bon voyage, what's the voyage part? Good. Uh, good goodbye, voyage. liver. Good journey. Good goodbye, voyage. liver. <laughs> goodbye, liver. Bon voyage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Have a nice trip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, anyhow, this Bon Vivant, uh, lover of liver, uh, who's, who's Bon Vivant, uh, <laughs> career is at a crossroads. He encounters Holly, a spitfire antique stealer who, who's three, uh, sees through clay and helps him find a new direction in life. Clay requires a nuanced performance as he is both incredibly charming and seriously flawed. And with Vince's ability to be exceptionally funny while at the same time oh, yeah, yeah. highly affecting, he is perfect cast in the role. Said preach, brother, preach. Yeah, so there's that. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. All right, we're ready for clips now. I needed a filler. So, new action series Treadstone follows sleeper agents resuming their missions for Operation Treadstone. This and is where they, they make the ice cream? In this clip. No, that's Coldstone. Cold cold oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, good. Uh, and Redstone is where Kathy goes. In this clip, Jeremy Irvine talks about living out of his childhood dreams of being a spy. Yeah, it's just great fun. I mean, it's kind of what, you know, it's exactly what I used to do when I was like eight years old in my garden after seeing like an action movie I'll go out and pretend that that's what I was doing and now here I am getting to do it you know sem- semi for real in a movie shut up dummy uh, Treadstone is on USA Network is it, we work at, is it a little place in the mall and if you come over is it a cold stone we prepare the ice cream <laughs> it's on at uh, 10 o'clock it's wonderful actually you can put gummy bears and <laughs> one on it here's the next clip Audiences first met Ariel Sebastian and Flounder in 1989. So now, 30 years later, The Little Mermaid Live tonight comes to the small screen. The event has been described as a mix of animation and live performances. And here, John Stamos, who plays Chef Louie, Stamos. explains what that means. Here we go. Everything that you love about Little Mermaid is still perfectly 100% intact. I mean, we're going to show the movie, and then when the musical numbers come up, the scrim will lift, and then we will be there to do the musical 
parts live. To me, this is the smartest way to do these live productions because we're not doing the whole movie. In my opinion, it's just sort of adding a special memory on top of the memory that you have. John Samos. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're doing this? They're running the movie, and then they're cutting... To me, this seems kind of weird. Either do the whole thing live... Yeah. Or... Uh, show the movie. Or show the movie. Uh, so you, they're going to re- right. remind you why you love the movie. I don't know. We'll see how it is. It's an I experiment. Mean, I mean, you the, never know. It might be awesome, but it, could it sounds be. pretty stupid to me. The cast is, is is looks pretty good, and everyone seems to be embracing their roles. But uh, I think it's going to be a bit jarring going in and out of the animation into the live action. Yeah, the, the transition will yeah. have to be unique. So we'll see how they play it out. Little Mermaid Live airs tonight, 8 o'clock. Add us on ABC, and there you go. Your entertainment report this morning. Tattoos Day, we have a chance to win a uh, Preston Seed Tattoo. Text the word tattoo to 39333. Uh, a couple other winning things to keep you uh, up to speed on. Winning. Uh, the Flyers are playing the Hurricanes tonight. We have a pair of tickets we'll give away at some point this morning. I think we might just do it randomly, so get yourself set to win those. That's how cavalier we are. If you want to head out tonight. And then another sports-related giveaway. Uh, we have uh, The Eagles have a bye week, uh, so Casey came up with this idea Instead of, we are going, okay, so it's a buy week for them. It's a buy day for you. We are going to buy you something here on the Preston and Steve show. How cool. In in observation of that. Uh, and so, to kill time. And to kill time. <laughs> yep. yep. And, and to get Kathy out of the studio, Because we honestly. needed something. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to go for a trip. Uh, Kathy is going to be, for the first time ever, she is going to be our point person for Pacing for prizes. Now, you either love that game or you hate that game. Or maybe you've never heard of that game. We haven't done it in a long, long time. Listen, maybe I'm today gonna... you'll find out you hate the game. Yeah. I'm going to make it way better than Nick does it. Well, so. Nick had been doing it for, for all the times we've done it I up got to you here. a TV one yeah. time, woman. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. And you know what? I actually got it. Nick's going to do um, <laughs> he's gonna do traffic for you, and he's probably going to do a better job at that. Way so. worse. <laughs> yeah, much, much worse. We'll see. So that'll happen later on this morning. We'll get to all that uh, in a tad bit. Uh, you know what? We do have our friends from uh, Duncan who yeah. uh, are here this morning and brought some goodies. And, uh, in fact, should I... Yeah, I guess I should just go ahead and mention this now, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Duncan's new Beyond Sausage Sandwich. Beyond Sausage Sandwich. You knew what I was going for. Launches nationwide at more than 9,000 U.S. Duncan restaurants uh, tomorrow. And uh, Duncan is the first U.S. quick-serve restaurant to go beyond traditional on-the-go breakfast choices by serving the Beyond Breakfast Sandwich. How about because that? Because they're awesome. I'm interested in trying that. Uh, I have a $50 Dunkin' gift card for caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. We're taking a break and we're coming back. Hey, gang, starting Monday, December 2nd, we are camping out and broadcasting our show from Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. It's Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance and fueled in part by Energy Transfer. Now, join us for special guests each morning inside the warm confines of the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent with free hot coffee from Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Join us on site and drop off your non-perishable food donations at the General Building Contractors Association Demolish Hunger Donation Area. Camp Out would not be possible without the generosity of you, our great friends and listeners, and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Precision Solutions, Acme Markets, Keen Compressed Gas, Ashley Home Stores, and Injury Recording and Production. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Real quick before we dive into stuff here, I want to mention I'm, I'm feeling a little under the weather today. Really? And yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't feel well. My throat's Ripped up, had band practice last night, and was singing. 
Wow. Yes, I'm going to be singing a song. Oh, I... At the next gig, and this will be Saint Live at Chaps in Eagleville or West Norton, that area, uh, Friday, November 15th. And we're doing a fundraiser for the Camp Out for Hunger. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Steve Morrison says down. he's going to be there. Yeah! So, uh, <laughs> anyhow, yeah, so we were practicing last night. I normally don't sing, but I, we, I sang the song like six times, so my throat's a little bit... Roach. So we're we're not going to reveal the song, right? You can surprise. No, I think, I think we'll wait. It. Yeah, Space People is really really hard. It's not it necessarily. In it's his a little range. bit out of my range. They yeah. space, <laughs> so but mark your calendar uh, for Friday, November fifteenth. Should be a good time. Hopefully, we'll be there. We'd love to see you there. All right. So I want to go to this story that we led with in news uh, about a a woman who is being accused of lying about a lot of stuff. Like everything. And it led to soliciting for money, and therein lies some of the charges that she's facing. This is 32-year-old Jessica Cornell Smith of Euclid Township arrested yesterday and charged with theft by deception, false impression, and receiving stolen property. We've been aware of this story for a while uh, because there there's a, an aspect that affects or that was uh, that involved the show peripherally. Yeah, in fact, and we were so, mentioned in the story, right? There were um, a few different ways that that happened, Steve. Yeah. She um, uh, alleged that we had offered up um, uh, tickets to see Fleetwood Mac. That concert was on um, Sunday night. Uh, that was not true. And then she wanted to be involved with the Camp Out for Hunger with this powerlifting event that was going to take place on Friday afternoon. And you she know, was charging I, for it. When, they, when the uh, right. event ends. So there was uh, that was also not true. Uh, that that event was ever going to take place. But yes, Kathy, she has taken money from from powerlifters, and so um, that's a a whole part of the scam as well. Yeah, it was interesting because Nick was contacted by her claiming that we had agreed to have her come out and do this powerlifting thing on the Friday of the Camp Out for Hunger, the day that we pretty much don't plan on doing anything ever because it's so overrun. It's Friday. It's, it's over. Friday. It's the wrap-up. It's the donations. Yeah. It's the big reveals and all this stuff. So we purposely don't do anything outside of that on that particular day. So she's contacting Nick saying, yeah, you guys, you guys agreed to do that. And we're like, on Friday afternoon. who are you again? Yeah. And no. what is this about? We all looked at each other and we were like, this is not true. Well, uh-huh. she, she, she had, and as you'll see throughout the story as we go through some of the minutiae, she did just enough research to get her in um, the realm where it might be right. viable. But at every point, she drops the ball on some critical piece of information, like, for example, knowing that we wrap up around 11 o'clock on Friday Seriously. and wouldn't have any events planned after that. Ever. And and uh, Nick was being contacted, and, and she was, like, throwing these accusations that were like, you know, how dare you? And, and Nick, you can explain better than I can. Yeah. And was actually threatening. Well, uh, so here the thing is, uh, she if did, I understand correctly. She, contact, she contacted me a year ago. We had a correspondence. And um, Casey, you can you can attest to this. We get, um, actually, everybody on the show. By the we, way, I'm sorry to interrupt. There's a woman who's lied about, uh, or being alleged about lying about having cancer, about her father dying, about jobs. Right. That, that, that all this has been pretty yeah. much proven that it's not true. But there, anyhow. There are several um, uh, allegations against her. All of, the, of them um, are, are charity-based that she was trying to raise money for herself to pay for things. So um, what I was going to say was that we get contacted by a lot of people, most of them benevolent, who want to help out during Camp Out for Hunger, want to offer up their services, whatever. And often we'll respond and say, hey, that's a good idea. What I usually do is say, I'm going to bring it to Preston and Steve. Yeah. Let's talk about it as a possibility. And she did that about a year ago. And I said, maybe powerlifting at the Camp Out for Hunger kind of sounds something like we might do. Let's table it for 2019. I did. 
Uh, she contacted me in February. I responded. I was like, you know what? This is February. Let's get in touch a little bit later on. And that at that point, I kind of let it go. And I had forgotten about it entirely yeah. until this summer when these um, allegations started surfacing be- uh, with these people who said they were going to be a part of this weightlifting event, which was never going to take place. So she was already soliciting for people to participate not, in this not-going-to-happen powerlifting contest. Not only soliciting, but taking their money. Taking money. And, and So taking their money to be a part of Camp Out for Hunger with, with the... Um, with the allegation that uh, some of the money that was being donated for this weightlifting event was going to go to fill abundance. Uh, and then um, basically all of the money that she was bringing in uh, was a part of a scam. You know, and uh, it's allegedly the sad part about it. And this has happened, you know, time and time again over the years. But now we have different avenues a la a uh, GoFundMe for, as fundraisers. To where, you know, when when we are, and I'm sure you as an everyday, you know, uh, web surfer and, and the information that you receive, get this and, and, it, and it looks genuine, but you're maybe not really sure if they're really raising funds for what they're saying they're raising funds for. And therein lies the, the, the crime of this because there are people who really need help that might get overlooked because... You know what I mean? You're exactly right. So, you're suspect. so it's my it's my nature on things <clears throat> in general on stuff that's on the internet or social media to be cynical. However, somebody puts up something that happens to catch you the right way and tug at your heartstrings, as did the story of um, uh, Johnny, the uh, the hitchhiker, mm-hmm, yeah. or, or, or the the roadside white knight who saved the couple with the yeah. uh, you know the, the their broken down car. And the city embraced it, the nation embraced it, and there you go. So it depends on how you catch people. Yeah. But it, it clearly, allegedly, this woman has been committed to co-opting charities uh, and preying upon people's generous nature yeah. and, and, and trying to make money. So this the charges on this are about ten grand, right? Yeah, and so... Um, that not, it, not our specific thing on pretending we, she had cancer. Correct, yeah. And, well, and She s- raised over 10000 through uh, the fundraiser, but there was, like, through Facebook, and then there right. was a GoFundMe. There was a couple of things. There were more... Yeah, there was more than one way that she raised money, um, and so uh, they're trying to recoup a lot of the costs uh, and a lot of the money that she built out of people. What it became, from what I understand, is it was a scam to cover the previous scams. So she's been scamming for a number of years, and then she would have to invest new scams, including this weightlifting event that was never going to take place, to cover other scams. It's almost like a Ponzi scheme. Right. And then so people started paying attention to it, and they, then they were out their money. So they were contacting me, uh, and I had to eventually put it up the ladder to our lawyers to make sure that we were protected, mm-hmm. and I wasn't allowed to comment on, on it, which which is fine. What do you think the, I'm sorry, Press, uh, what do you think the end game was here for, like, the camp out for hunger? Like, at, at some point. I know. At some point, you're going to, there there is not going to be. Right. An event like and because there was a you know um, well, I think there a was another here in the one. studio Kath that said it was going it was going to be covered live by us. I like, know, I, I think there was another event. Nick, am I right? And, oh, and another that was, live broadcast. No, 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 and that, and that was canceled, <laughs> and people did not get their money back. So, so where she you know said it was canceled. So that was probably. Her plan was, you know, to then say it was canceled and um, I can't refund you your money. Take the money. Kathy and Nick, uh, so uh, you you guys are a little bit more familiar on this story. Because th- she did say Casey's it was question, non-refundable. Do you think the Somebody. end game is, okay, so she would say it would be it was canceled and, and you know, uh, like, for example, all right, the question is, which, would her plan have been to leave the area and move on or would she have kept, <laughs> stayed here and, and, and done more and more doing, things? This isn't the first time she's done this. Right. You know what I mean? She's got to be... She's she's well into the scams. So then so the, you, I would go, go to her Facebook page and um, 
over the last month, month and a half, everything on her Facebook page was stuff for sale. It was basically every material item that she owned, which to me indicated that she now needed to recoup as much cost as she possibly could. So she was selling shoes and purses and whatever else she could to, to raise cash. Wow. By the way, she shaved her head to make it look like she had cancer. She put videos up saying, uh, for those of you who don't think I have cancer, you know, look at me, uh, you know, look at my setup of, I don't know, whatever she had yeah. at her house, but would would shave her head to make it look like she was going through It was chemo. a Dyson vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> she posted uh, doctor uh, photos on her, uh, on social media um, with uh, an IV drip and uh, people reverse engineered that and figured out that the IV was just from a stock um, footage from some some article years ago. So she the, the whole uh, cancer thing was, was a scam too. I, I it was probably like when I was in uh, junior high or maybe sixth grade or something like that that I learned about uh, telling a lie and then you have another lie to back that lie up once that falls through and it just I I, I found it t- exhausting and it got out of control. It I'm becomes... like I, I will never find myself in that position. It was like lying about my grades or something like right. that, you know. And and I'm just like this is. I can't keep track of this. It becomes the proverbial web of lies. So you have to have this intricate safe. Now, she had done some due diligence as far as coming up with different things. But I'm just just curious as to, to, again, to Casey's point, something as high profile as the Camp Out for Hunger and the amount of people who could be on it and vet it and say, no, 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 this is BS. That was the level of hubris involved in thinking you could pull that off is amazing. Preston, I know you want to go to the calls, but uh, there was a a podcast that we referenced earlier called The Ever-Evolving Truth, and uh, Jessica was interviewed on on that podcast. And Steve, to your point, she would always have an answer for every question that was presented to her. And that answer probably in and of itself was another lie, but she was prepared in her lies, Yeah, she, wow. which is, um, in my mind, a bit psychopathic. And wow. by the way, if you're interested in any of like the details, NBC10 <clears throat> has it on their website. Yeah. Um, they like pretty much mapped out everything uh, that she's being accused of and, and all of the details. So De- if you want to read about it, you can. Deanna Durante was the, the lead reporter on it, and she did a phenomenal job. Bunch of calls here, people who know her and have direct uh, relationship to this uh, story. I'm going to go to Brittany, who is uh, with the Philly Voice, I think. Hi, Brittany, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You bet. So are you a writer? Uh, no, I am not. I'm actually one of the power lifters that were signed up for the meet and also a close friend of Jessica. What was? Oh, and you were interviewed for the Philly Voice article. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So how did it all come to you? How was this proposed to you? Uh, give us your, your, your timeline of what happened with this whole thing. Okay. So just some background. I knew Jessica for several years, actually. Um, I, like I said, I considered her a friend, you know, had a lot of respect for this woman. You know, she was looked up to in the powerlifting world. She was, you know, the state chair of Delaware, um, and she represented the organization pretty well. So, you know, she reached out to me about this Kilos for the Camp Out powerlifting meet, um, and I was really excited about it. It seemed really cool. It was for a really good cause. Yeah. um, You know, I haven't competed in about a year, so this would have been the first one, you know, I was competing in. just powerlifting, new to powerlifting. Um, so anyways, I signed up for this meet. Um, and then about a few months later, we got this email that from Jessica that all the meets were suddenly canceled and we'd have to reach out to the USA Powerlifting um, office for a refund. And then I reached out to the USA Powerlifting office and they basically said, hey, we're not responsible for refunds. You have to either file a claim with PayPal or reach out to Jessica. Brittany, if I, if I may ask, what was what was the charge? How much, how much had you dropped on this? 
So it was $130, um, but that was the lowest registration cost. It could go up to, I think, 180 depending on, um, you know, what you're what you were up signing for. up for. And, you, and you're saying that J- Jessica herself was was known within the power lifting community. She, she's a power lifter herself. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Britt, is that when you contacted me? Yes. And and so the question was, is this event actually happening? Right. Yep. And. We actually, once we got this email from the USA Powerlifting office that they're not responsible and there was a lot of back and forth, we started thinking it was a little fishy. So, you know, my friend Jessica Allen, who will be on shortly, she um, reached out to Xfinity Live just to, you know, get some curiosity, you know, find out if it was actually happening. And to their knowledge, they had no idea about it. That was the first time Uh, we were like, okay, something's up. Yeah, no. It's something that that starts to happen, and so um, did you reach? You re, you were reaching out. You said we're going to talk. I see Jessica up on the uh, the call screener here as well. But you you reached out to other powerlifters and asked, right. started to try to vet this thing and see if it was actually going to happen. Exactly, right. and no one had any idea. <laughs> and did, did you get any of your money back, Britt? Oh no, I still haven't gotten it. And oh. you know, PayPal has very. It's a struggle trying to get money back for it now. So, wow. yeah. See, so like people who paid through GoFundMe, GoFundMe is um, going to yeah. honor that, pay yep. it back. But through Facebook and however else, I guess PayPal, yeah. it's a different story, and so they're not quite sure if they're going to get their money back yet. Exactly. And and another thing, she was collecting money to her personal PayPal accounts, you know, through these meat registrations. Well, so. Brittany, uh, I'm going to invite you down to the camp out and, and you can pick out a, like $130 worth of food and take that. Okay? <laughs> awesome. No, uh, no, you can't no, do that. Can't do oh, that. I'm sorry. I guess don't I don't listen to him. I'm Brittany. sorry, Brittany. I spoke out of turn. All right. <laughs> no problem. All right. Well, sorry that that happened to you, but thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right, we'll talk to Jessica next. Yes, Casey. Do you think, um, and, and you know, this isn't like a cop out on on this woman's part, but like, she's just she's crazy. Yeah, you know, like not that like you know she's a scam artist or, or like an evil that person. Something that there's yeah. something Maybe. mentally wrong with her. Sometimes people are Sometimes. driven to do desperate things, but, but listen, mm-hmm. all this is alleged. Everyone's due their their day in court, so we, we we've got that. But the truth of the matter is is that you have to look at past history. And yeah. and when this is tagged on to pretending you have cancer... Well, and her, her own parents yeah. threatened to sue her at one point. She um, built her own parents out of money. And so uh, her parents, which then she alleged one of her parents had died, which was also not true. So uh, her, her to husband. answer your question, Casey, I'm not a professional. I can't diagnose anybody like this. But if it were my professional opinion, I would say, yes, she's mentally ill. And her husband came forward with the medical records He's, from his insurance because she's still covered, or was still covered under his insurance. And he went to the police. And However... The police, yeah. Her dry cleaner is defending her staunch. Right. right. <laughs> so. uh, hang on. Let me go to Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Good morning. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. So Brittany said that you were going to call in. So tell us, were, were you were you were signed up to do this non-event event that was supposedly going to take place at the Camp Out for Hunger? Yeah, it's like the fire festival of powerlifting. <laughs> it is exactly. We need a special on Hulu and Netflix. The only thing missing are the half half prepared sandwiches in styrofoam containers. That's funny. Wow. Yeah. How and how much were you out, Jessica? Would you pay? I was also only out like maybe one hundred and thirty dollars. So yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I'd be more mad. I think if I had donated to her her cancer fundraiser. You know, it's kind of like more of a heartfelt donation. Whereas right. I was like, all right, I'm going to sign up for an event. But, I mean, it is what it is. We've had a lot of people kind of, like, we ended up doing a 
we're doing a meet at like the Warhouse gym instead. So one of the meet directors helped accommodate us. So it's not a total loss. No, no, and you, you listen it, with every one of these things. It's sort of your your heart was in the right place. It was attached to a charity element, and and people that do this uh, and prey upon people know that that's something that will get their marks to participate. So it's like when people after the whole thing with, with Johnny, with Johnny, but was it was Bobby? Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. yeah. Uh, when when uh, when all that was happening, people were saying, "Did you feel scammed?" I said, "No. Every, everyone's heart was in the right place. We, you know, the story didn't seem outlandish. Mm-hmm. The, the notion of a powerlifting competition for charity, when you know, you know, okay, that seems to make sense. Yeah. So it's it's not, you know, you." you I always say this, your heart was in the right place, you know, and, and um, you did it for all the right reasons. It just sucks that there are people out there, as Preston said earlier, that are now selling stuff like this, making people reticent to possibly help out people who really need it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, honestly, I had initially signed up for it because it sounded really fun. I've only ever kind of non-seriously powerlifted, but then I saw, like, there was going to be this meet at Xfinity, and you guys were going to be there. I'm like, heck yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, I would love to, I've been listening to you guys since I was, like, 10 years old. Who, so I was really excited about it, and then I found out it was all a sham. We, who knew we had all these female powerlifters listening to us? It's <laughs> awesome. What, what do you deadlift, by the way? Uh, my current deadlift is 370. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Nice. Damn. Casey, nice. she's a huge Eagles fan, Jessica. Oh, so, I love her. Yeah. We should, and they're we all should, attractive. should be on the Eagles. Nick keeps pulling up the pictures. Brittany and Jessica are attractive young power lifters. So that's a beautiful thing. The worst thing. part is, if you, like, Google it, it comes up, like, with this sub-caption that says, we know nothing about power lifting. <laughs> Yeah, listen, you, 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 we're going it. to have a squad of female powerlifters as bodyguards. That'll be our, our squad. So. We should have all these girls come out and, and like, lift us all on a <laughs> yes. platform yeah. or something like that. We should, yeah. we should have like some Mighty kind Joe of, Young. Some kind of rigging where they can lift us. <laughs> I mean, she could, if she can yeah. deadlift, she can deadlift me, no yeah, yeah, problem. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm under 200 now. So, all right, thank you, Jessica. We appreciate the call. Hopefully, we'll see you at the Camp Papa Hunger, okay? All right, yeah, thank you. Let's go to somebody who's known uh, the scal, Jess, for a long time. I'm going to go to Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey. Uh, so it says here you've you known you've known her for about 12 years. Oh yeah. Uh, so I used to work at uh, Paley Hospital in the ER, and uh, you know she used to run EMS. And what we had found out was she had faked a lot of her certifications and oh my job God. titles, so she could work in hospitals. Oh my. And supposedly she went, she was uh, attending a uh, a patient and uh, did all of the wrong things. They uh, they fired her, um, but found out that she had falsified all her certifications and she was banned from working in this particular, like, hospital. Andrew, uh, Andrew, group. besides being banned, isn't criminal that a charges. criminal yeah. activity? Isn't that, that to she me seems on a somebody. felony level. She could have killed somebody. That's not like, yeah. well, I, I'm really not a heart surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, she actually falsified and said she was a, a cardiac um, surgical nurse. I mean, so oh so God. simply besides oh being, so uh, is it the case where the, the rather than be exposed, the, the, the facility she was working for just fired her and kind of swept it under the rug? Because that could have, that could have impacted them tremendously. Yeah. You had someone who could have killed patients. Uh, I mean... It's possible. Yeah. I mean, that, to me, that seems like, uh, that's simply not like you forgot to rotate the half and half at, uh, you know, at the supermarket. You're, you're, you're pretending you have medical training you don't have. 
And the thing is, like, you know, if, if you know nurses and things like that, small mistakes do happen that can equal to bigger things. Right. But if, if they're, you know, able to be found early enough, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like we bring it up to the family immediately and it's like, you know, this and this, this happened. You know, unless, like, something really bad does happen, then it's, like, brought to the family's attention. So, Andrew, I mean, I think this is part of the reason why uh, the police department got involved, because it wasn't just the scam uh, involving oh, the weightlifting. No, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Go ahead. Um, no, sorry. Um, no, it's just, she's been scamming since I've known her. And this is, like, 12 years ago. And I'm an actual cancer survivor. And... Um, when I saw her post up the cancer things and like she put up all these like images that you could legit reverse Google search. Like yeah. she's that much of an idiot. And she posted up a pic of like her port. And I'm like, that's not like, first of all, like you actually have to go into surgery for a port. And it's like, you will have to wait like a week. Like you don't get chemo for two weeks and then get your port. And, like, the port she showed, it was, like, already glued shut. Like, the bruising was already three or four or five days old. And she's like, I got ported today. Uh, yeah, it had, sh- it, it, had, it had ships in it. It was an actual port. So, yeah. so- and, and then, like, she's flipping through her um, medical stuff on Instagram. And I'm screenshotting it, like, constantly. And I found where it said, like, she was at the facility for anemia. Hey. I know you're fired up, but watch the F-bombs, buddy. Hi. So I was just like, all right. So I I had told um, a mutual friend of Jessica's husband. I was like, she's done. Like I got it. Um, you know, let's 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 get all these people. Um, so you were and, also talking to police. Yes. Oh, okay. So there was a number of people that came forward. Oh, then. there was a lot of people involved. Like um, my best friend Christine. I know Jess and Brittany were super helpful in, in getting this exposed because. You know, how many people want to point a finger and be like, this person, you know, doesn't have cancer? No, um, you, you, you walk a fine line because yeah. were you to be wrong, you would end up looking like the biggest scumbag on right. earth. Right, and Andrew, exactly. I, th- I think you were the first person to contact me to let me know about the scam involving MMR, that there was, a, a, you know, the, the whole thing with the camp out for hunger and the weightlifting and then the yep. tickets that we that were never going to. Yeah, okay. So, um, so thank you for alerting to us to this in the first place. Oh, and you you were like... Super helpful and nice and appreciative. You're just like, give me all the information. I'm like, here you go. And like your communication, you are all there. So I was like, you know, I will help you guys as much as I can. Because first of all, obviously, I'm a huge fan of the show. And as soon as she like name dropped, I was like, I'm emailing this person immediately. Wow. Like, as soon as I saw that name, I was like, hey, here's a screenshot. She said she's doing this thing. And she says that you guys are doing it. Yeah. And, and you, you could tell you were like... You know her history, and yeah. and okay, a powerlifting mixer that seems weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she did go into falsify emails. She doctored emails that I had never written, oh, yeah. and and screen, yeah. you know, screenshotted those. And Nick and, was sitting here showing to me. He's like, I would never write this. <laughs> yeah. I would never write but, this. But this we is know not how me. And here's the thing, Stephen. You brought this up earlier. <laughs> like when when people prey upon your better nature, you start. I, I questioned myself. I was going. Yeah. I, was, I was racking my brain. I was like, Wait a minute. Did I write this? Did I make a mistake? here along the way and i really felt like i had made i had done something wrong and to hear all of these people call in and to see what the police department has done and, and charged her against it, it's a bit of a vindication for well, me. well you all, i always accommodate my vast stupidity when i'm considering things <laughs> yeah, and thinking thank you it's, it's quite possible i did totally I, I did this and so you <laughs> we don't operate in a world where a person like this allegedly operates where um th- 
it seemed like every activity they were involved in was something duplicitous, whereas we're just trying to conduct our lives and hoping we, we, we sort of rely on people's better nature. Mm-hmm. And we think that's really the operating thing for most people. I believe that is. Yeah. But uh, people like this are just, it's just, it's, it's fascinating yeah. how their mind works. No, you're Because right. if you even did have a little bit of medical, medical training, why not complete it and actually learn how to do a head transplant? Nah, it's <laughs> lie about having like cancer. It. To touch on what you guys said earlier, like, my friend Christine was, like, one of the ones that was, like, I was giving her all the information, and, like, she was helping, um, you know, Jess's husband, like, kind of get this uh, situated, is I was, like, more angry with the people that genuinely want to help. It's, like, now they're not going to want to help so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that, to me, was the most upsetting thing because, you know, Jessica, she was doing, like, small schemes here and there, and then she was, like, oh, if I do, like, $2,000 $2,000 or $3,000 for cancer, I could probably get away with that. Wow. But, like, me, like, knowing that situation, and then I was like, you know what, two $3,000, I know she's faking it, but as soon as she was like, I need $15,000, I was like, nope. Yeah, yeah, wow. and you start getting greedy. Hey, what's the story on the husband? Anything that you know about? Um, I mean, no, he's he's a great man. Um, I've known him because Christine is my best friend. Um and so I've known him through her, and he's he's an awesome husband. He's a great individual. Are they still and, together? Oh no! Oh, they're her and. Um, she left uh, the toothpaste cap actual. off, <laughs> and that did. Yeah, it, that was that was the. No, but they, they're not together. I would assume he's you know probably. I, I think he could not file for divorce for a reason or two during this whole escapade. Okay, uh, but I think you know now. You know, since he did do this, that it will probably be something that he, you know, he does. And it's a shame, you know, that he got swept up in her lies. I mean, if she's good enough to do all of this, you know, how hard do you, you know. Yeah, so which 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 makes you think so. So a good guy, some good people in her life. And it makes you wonder, was was there a switch that was flicked and that um, a while back? And then she decided, I think once you have a taste of it, for example, with the Johnny Bobbitt story and Kate, what was the other guy's name? The uh, Katie McClure. Katie yeah, McClure, yeah. And, so, uh, so. They figure, okay, to, to that story, maybe we get ten grand. Half a million dollars later, they're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" I know, I know. And and uh, it becomes wow. seductive. Interesting, Andrew. Yep. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate hey, it. So okay. Much. Hey, thank you guys for helping in this whole situation. You know, karma did its job, and that's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in it's in the process, so we'll see. Yeah. Thanks, good, man. good rule of thumb, Preston. Is it's, it's probably time for a life check when your parents and your husband or wife are suing you. Wow. That's, right. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Only time for one more quick call. Should I go to the podcasters here? Uh, I have Terry. I have the, two people. Uh, let me go to Terry with the, the undercover truth. Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, Terry. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. How long had you been following this story, this information? Um, well, I've been friends with Jess on social media since high school ended in 2006. So there's just been ever so much unfolding over the years. So something blew up. I want to say July, it blew up, and somebody was like, I think she's faking. And I caught my breath and thought, oh, my God, my friends and I have been texting about this, too, So for a long time. So I uh, I got Jeff Berg, Leah Kasari, and Andy Mounds in on it with me to start this creative project. Hey, let me let me ask you, what what are the legalities of, of talking about someone like that in, in a public forum, uh, you know, before charges and things uh, along yeah. those lines have been filed? Is that something you have to keep in mind? Yeah, so that was why we didn't uh, mention the criminal investigation. We were actually asked not to by the uh, investigators themselves. 
Okay, but now that the investigation is public, I assume it's okay? Yeah, that's that's our understanding. Um, also, she's quasi considered a public figure at this point because of the Philly Voice articles and the uh, Camp Out for Kilos camp. And uh, oh, camp out for, for kilos, kilos. Right, yeah. Which, um, even let's... using the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry, give the name of the podcast, and also, how many times did you have Jessica on your particular podcast? Uh, the Ever Evolving Truth, and we're available wherever you get your podcast. Um, and we had two interviews with her. They're actually up on YouTube if you want to take a look at them. They there are some choice sound bites. What I've been saying uh, all morning is that um, every time you guys would answer a question, and I listened, uh, she had an answer, and and it seemed um, diabolical in nature. Would would you think that that's accurate? I would say that's accurate, especially because every question we asked her, we already knew the answer to. So, like, setting her up for that and knowing knowing the back-end research that we already did about the T-shirts, about uh, Mm -hmm. the diagnosis, all that, yeah, it was was diabolical for sure. Yeah, we're all uh, pre-law, and the thing that we've learned (laughs) is that you never ask a question in court that you don't know the answer to. And there you go, right? That's what you learn. Absolutely, yes. (laughs) All right. Wow. Okay, it's pretty intense stuff, Uh, Terry. We appreciate it, and uh, I'm fascinated. I'm going to have to check out the uh, the podcast and all the stuff you guys covered on that. So just to clarify. Thank you, Terry. And just to recap. When is the powerlifting contest? <laughs> it's going to be on the Friday. Okay. Happening. Oh. No, this is this is wild. This story broke yesterday, and uh, uh, Nick had sent us the the article, and we're like, okay, this is yeah, this is what's been going on for months behind the scenes over here of of uh, Nick going back and forth with this gal, and it's just none of it seeming right, and then. The more we started finding out, the more things started to unravel about faking an illness, faking a death in the family, uh, soliciting for money. This event that we weren't familiar with uh, being already up and running in conjunction with us that people were paying for. And we're like, what? what is all this, man? Yeah. It's a elaborate bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Props to uh, Deanna Durante and uh, NBC10 for their investigative reporting and also um, Brian Berkey at Philly Voice and then uh, the upper, I think it's pronounced Euclid, yeah. upper Euclid Police Department because they were the ones doing the active investigation and they kept the investigation quiet until they were ready to pounce. And uh, sorry about everybody I didn't get a chance to go to on the on the calls, but we had a, a lot of uh, information to hash out. We'll, we'll definitely be following this. These scam things, man. Mm. You know? This fall on CBS <laughs> or NBC, in deference to the news organization. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nick McElwain for the prosecution. Yeah, it's going to be wild. All right. Uh, we are going to take a break. We will come back in just a moment. Why don't we give you some good eats? I have a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Yeah. To give I do. I'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. The Beyond Sausage Sandwich. Beyond Sausage Sandwich. Features a Beyond Breakfast sausage patty made with 100% plant-based protein and a mix of spices crafted especially for Duncan. Served on an English muffin with egg and American cheese. Yes, you've got to try the Beyond Sausage Sandwich. Uh, so call number 18. You get a $50 Duncan gift card. 215-263-WMMRB. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. We've got the beat file coming up next. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going to dive right into the bizarre file right now. Now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Primo Hoagies. Watching the game with some friends this week. Score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It is a Primo 
Uh, we will start with this, and this is from Monday Night Football. And I just oh. threw this in here for the hell of it. Halloween might be over. That didn't stop a black cat from <laughs> making its presence known on Monday night in the middle of the game. Between New York and Dallas, a black cat darted onto the field and stunned fans and commentators looked on. It was hilarious. Yeah. And he went, he got into the end zone. Yeah, he right wa- out on the field. He wandered in uh, on the field before sprinting through the Giants' end zone and eventually disappeared under the seat section. The Giants had been leading the Cowboys prior to that destruction, disruption, but they ended up losing 37-18. to 18. I go. mean, they gave up 10 points in less than a minute. Uh, I blame the cat. That's, there you go. Uh, people are blaming the cat. So uh, according to MetLife Stadium, the black cat is one of the resident stray cats there. What about uh, the coven of witches sitting in the stands? Uh, the stadium plans to capture the cat and take it to a vet for examination. Did you hear the play-by-play with Kevin Harlan? It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was, it the, was great the Giants play-by-play guy did it, and he, he did it again. You know, he's into the end. Zone. And the crowd went crazy crowd went when nuts. he got into the end zone. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, an 11-year-old Zimbabwe girl did something most adults would be afraid to do last week when she rescued her friend from the grips of a crocodile. 11 years old. 11 years old. Rebecca Munkawambe uh, was running to a nearby stream when she heard screams of her 9-year-old friend Latoya Muwani and saw a crocodile pulling her into the water, pulling her underwater. Uh, she said, since I was the eldest among the other seven children, I felt the urge to save her. Rebecca jumped into the water, got on top of the croc, and gouged its eyeballs out. Oh, my God. Which caused it to lose 11 its, years old? its grip on Latoya, yeah. Uh, once she was free, uh, once she was free, she said, I swam with her to the banks where the other children pulled her out of the water. Did she hold the crocodile in a half Nelson and do the stop hitting yourself thing? Uh, the crocodile, fortunately, did not attack us after it let, uh, let go of Latoya. Because the uh, crocodile will start doing that death roll. Uh-huh. It's amazing she was able to hold on. The younger girl escaped with uh, just minor injuries. She was bitten on her hand and thigh. Latoya's father was grateful to his daughter's friend for saving her life. Wow. Uh, in a religious affront, a Halloween reveler dressed as Jesus sucker punched a cop outside a bar in San Diego, California. That's not a good Jesus. Police say the assault occurred in the city's downtown gas lamp corner around 1 a.m. The uh, male suspect approached police as they were arresting a man who had been ejected from a nearby bar. Uh, the assailant cops report uh, said uh, he ambushed the officer and struck him in the face. Police were unsure whether the assailant punched or elbowed the patrolman who suffered a one-inch laceration that required stitches. Go in peace. The uh, costumed Jesus attacker fled on foot and remains at large. Whoa. Uh, he did not appear to have any accomplices or disciples in tow. So they're looking for him. Police say a North Carolina man has been arrested for impersonating a law enforcement officer after he got himself involved in a police chase. Listen to this. <laughs> what? Listen to the balls yeah. on this guy. News outlets report the incident happened after police stopped the car at a grocery store in search of a possible murder suspect. Well, as they approached the car, it sped off. Police had chased the car for about two miles when a Ford Taurus with blue lights sped past the officers that were in pursuit and got in front of the suspect's car. Police said the Taurus driver, 30-year-old David Adams Jr., forced five men out of the suspect car at gunpoint. Adams was later arrested for impersonating an officer. He passes a legitimate cop car? He passed two cop in cars. In a Taurus? Yes. To go It's into- okay. I'm a pretend police officer. Yeah. The men in the car were also arrested. Police said they found I think drugs you boys can take it from here. How funny is that? Oh, my God. I'm also God. a fireman. Yeah. Uh, and a deadlifter. Yeah, and a deadlifter. <laughs> 
An enterprising Minnesota college student who drove to Iowa every weekend to buy hundreds. You know, we're going to skip that story because it's a competing. <laughs> anyway, I didn't even think of that. I'll come back another time. I'll explain a little. <laughs> it's an interesting, interesting story, but not appropriate yeah. right now. <laughs> My Autry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> Love Duncan. It's in the news. It's legitimate news. Uh-huh. Maya Autry. <laughs> and I think it speaks poorly of that company, Preston. The woman who was captured on viral video entering the lion's enclosure. This is a follow-up story. <laughs> yes. The lion's enclosure at the Bronx Zoo in September spoke to reporters for the first time at a court appearance for shoplifting charge in Kearney, New Jersey. Autry's wild. You remember this? It showed I her, do. She was she's a lunatic. The lion. Yeah. Now there was there was a bit of a ravine between her and the lion, but she's still a lunatic. Uh, she had crossed over a fence anyway, yeah, yeah. so she was getting too close. Autry's wild interaction with the media, almost as strange as her interaction with the animals at the zoo, began with her bowing to the reporters as she warmly greeted them with shalom. In an often rambling 15-minute session outside the courthouse, Autry said her reasoning for jumping into the lion's den was, quote, a lot more spiritual than she had never, uh, and she was never afraid while she was in there. She said, I fear nobody, no animal, no human, no one. So, no, I wasn't fearing of the lion because the lion loves me. That's why he came to me, and I let the lion know, lion, I love you. Uh, she said she would never. Oh, I love you too. Uh, she would never have been injured by the lion who eyed her as she seemed to dance while across a moat from the ferocious feline because she had the animal. Uh, she and the animal apparently are one. And why did she get a press conference? Uh, I don't know. Uh, she said, I am the lion now. Can you tell? Have you ever heard of reincarnation? Do your history, young man, she said before complimenting the reporter's eyes and smile. Do your history. It's called reincarnation. I am the lion now. Uh, she refused to address the shoplifting charge that she had against her and is still one I am the, a shoplifting lion. By the NYPD for a criminal trespassing charge. However, she made it clear that she has no ill will toward the police department. Uh-huh. But she said, I love you, lion. I hope they are treating you right in the zoo. You know Maya love you. I didn't mean to mistreat you or nothing. You must be out of your goddamn mind. I seen how you came to me. We, I seen. We connected to the kids, respect your parents, please. Your teacher's authority. Uh, it's I saw. <laughs> I know I'm a lion as well. I saw how you came to me. We will do one last story. A woman with severe pain and swelling in her belly for several months turned out to be suffering from a massive cyst that was over three feet wide and 40 pounds. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she had you to have... want to have that looked at. Well, here's the deal. She had to have the gigantic 40-pound growth removed without general anesthetic because of her medical condition at the time. Doctors in Wardah, India, described Kavita Kalam's swollen abdomen as bigger than a pregnancy bump. Uh, She had been enduring intense pain for the last seven months because she could not afford medical treatment. That's horrific. It was only when the tumor in her right ovary had grown so much that it was starting to cause respiratory distress that she was brought to the hospital with the help of villagers who uh, raised the uh, about $100 that she needed at the hospital. But the money is, is you know, a little bit goes a long way there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the doctors performed a battery of tests, CT scan. They found an ovarian cyst, and it grew nearly 42 inches wide and weighed a whopping 40 pounds. It's like a big pumpkin. It's huge. Uh, it was so large it took up 95% of the patient's abdomen. The doctor said the surgery was challenging because the cyst was so huge. They had to take great care to remove it without bursting it, and the patient was not fit for general anesthesia. So how, what do they do? So after discuss discussion with the senior anesthetist, they decided to operate in spinal anesthesia and epidural 
So essentially, they they numbed her from the waist down instead yeah. of knocking Stand her out. Stand up comedian in the room. Uh, the doctors took out the cyst by making listen to this a two centimeter incision from above the pubic bone uh, to the belly button, and they had to just slowly like bring it out a little bit at a time yeah. through that tiny hole. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, they said if the tumor uh, was not removed uh, on the right time, it could have ruptured in her abdomen. Think uh, of how much of her body weight was that tumor. She weighed 125 pounds before the surgery, and she was 82 pounds Whoa. after oh the cyst was removed. God. Yep. Uh, she's now stable, and her food intake is reportedly improving. What's her prognosis? She's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. Isn't that wild? All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest in the studio brought with them loads of food and uh, some good news about some stuff coming up. Of course, uh, we uh, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. You've heard us say that many, many times. I mean, you've had to have heard us say that. And we would like to welcome the field marketing manager, Jessica Weissman, who is here this morning Yay! from Duncan. Hi, Jessica. Good morning, guys. It's nice to see you again, of course. Great to be back. All right, so tell us about the Beyond Sausage. That's what we're uh, excited. This is... We're getting kind of an advanced uh, taste yeah, of this today, right? You are. This is ex- exclusive just for you because we are really excited to be here today to share with everyone that tomorrow, Wednesday, November 6th, Duncan is going to become the first nationwide U.S. quick service restaurant to go beyond traditional breakfast sandwiches by serving our Beyond Meat breakfast sausage sandwich, which is made with 100% plant-based protein. So yeah. we are thrilled. We have over 600 locations in the Philadelphia region, you know, nine thousand throughout the country so we are really excited to be making plant-based menu options really easily accessible to all of our guests it's a great trend it's what uh, you know companies are jumping on board this so we just had this and and it really i said it it tastes like sausage it, yeah. it, it's it's excellent uh and uh you know years ago when there was plant-based options they never tasted that good but yeah. now you know, if you if you've um, been unable to have what you would call a you know a uh, sausage mm-hmm. uh, sandwich, a breakfast sandwich, this is it. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I mean, so much so that I, I know that and the Beyond stuff is is I think really hits super yeah. close to the taste. Yeah. Um. So this is the first sandwich. Are there going to be others? Uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, we we have been collaborating with Beyond Meat and this is the, the first product we're offering with them. They've been a great partner and, you know, Duncan's all about innovation. We want to be giving our guests what they're looking for. We're always testing new products, beverages, sandwiches, snacking items. So uh, there's always going to be something new for our guests. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I love now, it. it's all about Beyond. Hey, did you see our, our Dunkin' Donuts kitchen? Yeah, you take a look. Pretty yeah, cool, right? I know, I know. We're excited to keep you running even more on yeah, Dunkin'. <laughs> Dunkin' is the official coffee of the President Steve Show, and they've they've uh, outfitted our new kitchen. We've, we're getting everything remodeled here, and it's uh, it's all Dunkin' uh, themed. Yeah, and they and they have the machine that is eventually going to give us uh, coffee and hot chocolate right there. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, so we're set up there. Now you guys are getting ready for the Thanksgiving Day Parade. We are. Uh, that's Duncan and 6ABC That is partner right. together for that. Yeah, we are the, Duncan is the title sponsor of the ABC, 6ABC uh, Duncan Thanksgiving Day Parade. So we are thrilled to be a partner again, and we encourage everyone to come on out to the parkway to enjoy the parade in person or watch on TV. It's such a great time for everyone. I went to my first one. It was oh, last yeah. year. That's you right. were raving about it. Oh. It was a lot of fun. I've never really thought about getting up that early on Thanksgiving morning and doing (laughs) something like that, but it's loads of people. It's a 
big production. You perform Sing a Song, right? Sing, <laughs> sing a song. Ladies and gentlemen, from Saint <laughs> Preston Elliott. Uh... So anyway, yes, it's a it's a cool event, and that's what an undertaking. Yeah, uh, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's coming up. You're getting prepped for that, and the camp out for hunger, of course, which takes place right after that. You guys are going to be heavily involved. Yeah, yeah, staying busy, and we're thrilled to be a partner again with Camp Out for Hunger this year. I know we've already started planning for it, and we're excited to be down there. We'll have our community cruiser with coffee. That and is hot essential. Chocolate, keeping essential. everyone warm. Yes, um, and and fueled up for the whole week. So if, if you can fill up a, a hot tub of the hot chocolate, that'd be great. Because we <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah, for we you. really rely on that. Yeah, oh, we, the, rely is the right. Word. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's, it's essential all day long. We're, we're taking that stuff in, I'll, so I'll, I'll get that in the works. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you for bringing all the food yeah, by this morning. But course, tomorrow is course. officially the nationwide rollout, the big day. Yeah, it's so a home run. Out. Yeah, oh, good. honestly, get out if you get a chance. Get out and try it, uh, and uh, you will see. It's 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 what you've been dreaming of. <laughs> it's called the Beyond Sausage Sandwich. Beyond Sausage Sandwich. You have to have the lightning strike. Yeah. <laughs> Presented by Preston Elliott from Saint. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. Thank All right, you let's guys. hear from Jessica Wise. Yeah. marketing manager for Duncan. And you know what? Let's give away a $50 Duncan gift card right now. Take caller number seven at 215-263-WMMR. And uh, don't forget, you can get this starting tomorrow. And 50 bucks is going to get you a bunch of them. So give us a call. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to, a little bit later on, have a chance to uh, to win some freebies this morning. Uh, Casey come up, came up with this idea. So it's uh, the Eagles have a bye week. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a bye day. We're going to buy you something today. Yeah. Rolling out an old game that we haven't done in a while. Pacing for prizes. It was sort, of a, sort of a hit. Loved and loathed alike. <laughs> and uh, this time around, Romano is going to be heading out to a store. It's where we send uh, one of our show members to a store. It's been Nick in the past. We're going to try out Kathy today. Goes into a store. You essentially guide her around blindly in the store. store. And eventually she's going to find... She, it's a department store. We'll reveal... I just don't... You know... Anyway. No, I'll reveal... Anyway. Just, yeah. It'll, it'll give me a hard time. Let yeah. me do my job. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, she will end up in front of a shelf that has something on it, and you don't know what it is, and uh, you you tell her where to stop, and whatever is in front of her, she's going to buy, and it's yours. Yeah. It could be great. It could be lousy. Who knows? Listen, we're not sending her to sacks. No. You know, if you know what you're doing, it'll yeah, be great. It's going to be within our budget range. <laughs> Very well. All right, so that's coming up. In the meantime, as I was walking down the hall, uh, I thought of a, of a new name for a segment where I go through a variety of stories. Really? Yes, I did. All right. And we don't have to, this doesn't have to be official. You know what, we've actually assembled the Avengers here, if you stop and think about it. All our different characters. Yeah, we have uh-huh. the noticer, we yeah. have the, the historian, uh, the general store. Uh, well, that's odds and ends. Odds and ends. Uh, then you have... The um, city beat. City beat, that's great. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. I'll have to do this, break city beat back out. There's the connoisseur. The connoisseur, the historian. They all are very much uh, character superhero type Very much characters. so, with all their mm-hmm. attributes and everything. It's astonishing. So who's the latest <sighs> edition? This one, this one's me. This one's called Presbo in the Know. Presbo in the Know. <laughs> or in the Know with Presbo. Presbo! <laughs> I was talking. I was walking down the hall. Matt Cord saw me. I said, like, "Hey, Presbo, what's up?" I'm like, "Man, everyone 
calls me that now. <laughs> so in the know with Presbo. Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with this follow-up story because Steve sent me over this. So the Ukrainian dwarf, you remember the story, the orphan? Yeah. 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 Who was abandoned by her American adoptive parents, accused her of uh, being an adult masquerading as a child. Basically the plot of the movie The Orphan. She has broken her silence in her first televised interview. Did you watch the video? I did. And see, the thing is, it doesn't air until tomorrow or till Thursday. Yeah. So you only get just a little snippet. It's just Dr. Phil. It's with Dr. Phil. You're a freaky looking chick. Dr. <laughs> Phil got the sit down with the uh, the dwarf orphan. You're a dwarf orphan. I can tell. You're dwarf. tiny. You're dwarf. a dwarfin. Uh, Snorton. Snort dort. Snort dort. Uh, Natalia Grace Barnett. Uh, is her name. It's and it's funny because we've talked about her for so long, Preston, to actually hear her talk and see her move. Uh, you can see where the confusion was. Well, she does not seem like a little kid to me. No. Uh, and in fact, uh, so so her adoptive parents, Christine and Michael Barnett, were arrested for child abuse in September. Six years ago in 2013, they left Indiana for Canada with their other children, uh, but they left Natalia behind, she said, at the time that she was nine years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they had become convinced that she was actually 22 years old and was a sociopath adult who had masqueraded as a child for years and tried to kill members of their family. And has this been confirmed that she is an adult? So they're still hashing through a lot of this. They know that she was known in Ukraine for organizing powerlifting competition. No. <laughs> The pair are awaiting the next court date and the issue of whether or not Natalia is an adult or child continues. She insists that she is, right now, only 16 years old. She still says she's only 16. Yes. She is now living with another Christian-American family who took her in after the Barnetts left her. In her first on-camera interview, she told Dr. Phil how the Barnetts were lying. Uh, Like I said, her interview will air on Thursday. She said it's not true. Uh, when asked about their claims that she had pretended all along to be a child, she uh, was joined for the interview with her new adoptive family. She said, it's not true at all. I just want people to hear my side. Uh, so now, what are you? Now, they talk about doing these bone scans. Uh, so her her new adoptive mother, Cynthia, insisted that a bone scan she underwent after they abandoned her proved that she was the age she says she is. The Barnett said that they had her go through bone scans, which suggests she had been born in 1989. Uh, Cynthia also said that despite Natalia's first adoptive family allegations, she and her husband did not worry about bringing her into their home to mix with their other children. Well, wait, so she's still... Hold on, so... What if she was born in 1989? How that would she's make her... claiming that she is 16 years old, but so that would that have made her still lie to the, the other family? The Barnetts, so the Barnetts say that she was born in 1989. So, where would that put her age wise now? 30, 30, right? Okay, okay, so she says she's only 16 years old, but the bone scan shows 1989. That's what the Barnetts say, the, the couple, this, the, the couple okay. that's been arrested. Got it, okay. got this got needs to go through the full court process. Now, well, and you know what? It's probably, I wonder if, the, if like, the the official medical records can't be released, one, because they're medical records. Do you know what know. I mean? So yep. it's, it is just what this family says. But the family is facing, you know, charges. They're, they're facing right. abandonment charges. So that stuff's going to have to be come out. Yeah. We can get evidence. to the bottom of this. What was Knight Rider's car name? <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha! She's thirty. Uh, so, but uh, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. And and can you definitively tell someone's an age by these bone scans? Uh-huh. I have no idea. I think it's probably 
pretty accurate. Ball I mean, because well, if I they say we cut her arm off and count the rings, <laughs> Steve, how do they do it with um, with uh, animals? Uh, that they have been, check like, their license. No, they they uh, you would there was there are they carbon elements idea. to your body that that you can use to age and, and bone. You can use that to to get someone's age. However, there's conflicting information on who administered the test yeah. and what other people are saying. And honestly, it's such a morass of crap here. Just on the outside of this, a lot of this stuff doesn't seem to line up, you know, with the age that she says she was when she was with this family, when she was approximately when she was born. Uh, we have audio, I believe, of her talking. If you want to hear, well, oh, and I wonder yeah. if I wonder if those scans and all of that uh, are affected by the disease that she has. Do, do you she know what clearly I mean? Is, is there, she's clearly um, uh, uh, dwarfism. Is I, I don't know what the PC thing to say is, but I well, believe no, that's, it's, yeah. and and it's a it's a it's a rare type type that she has that apparently um, where she remains looking young as yes. opposed right. to some of the features growing out of proportion. Anyway, here's what she has to say. They say that you scammed them, that you lied about your age and came over here and terrorized them. It's not true at all. Were you at all concerned at the time that we could be putting the children that we have in jeopardy? This is him asking yeah. the, uh, uh, the new adoptive parents. We're supposed to help. Me and my husband adopted these kids. It's like... Who would do it if you don't? They claim that they did bone scans and all that. I don't remember going through a bone scan. I remember going through a bone scan in Michigan. And the bone scan in Michigan said she was 14. I even have paperwork saying that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Did you ever see the movie The Orphan? <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Bumblebee? That's a big robot. Hang on, let me go to uh, Tina, whose daughter had a bone scan uh, session. Hi, right. Tina, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, all right, so your daughter had a bone scan? Yes, she's seven years old, um, and she's been developing breasts. So I had to take her to the doctor to see what was going on, so they recommended a bone scan of her aging. Wow. Um, it does show that she was, um, in fact, you know, a little older than she actually is, but of course I know her birth date. Wow, so, so the bone scan said that your daughter was older than, or indicated that she might be older. Um, yes, yeah. So, 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 so physiologically, so wow. physiologically, her bot, her body, the bone scan is indicating that she's older than she is. You have her birth certificate. You know when she was born. You're her mother. Yeah, so exactly. she's seven, but but because she's developing breast, her her body's perhaps at like twelve or thirteen. Correct. She, it's called precocious puberty of, of what my daughter has. Wow. Whoa. Interesting. It's so it's being so, treated. So it's, you know, the beginning of knowing a little bit more about it. But I'm just saying bone scans are able to tell, of course, bone ages. But again, a child could be suffering from a condition. Yeah. 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 So, so, but the doctors were aware of this. They, they, uh, they probably concluded with the bone scan saying, okay. She's yeah. uh, she's aging been, beyond normal. Yeah, but they've been with her since birth, you know. Yeah, so they know. Thing. Yeah. Wow. Tina. Huh. Okay. I've never heard of that. Can I, can I ask if, uh, on a side subject, what kind of uh, obstacles will she have to endure uh, if if this is, and, and is this something that continues throughout her entire, entire life, do you know? Yes. Well, there's a medication that they, that they can give her to um, stop. The puberty until the proper age. Okay. Okay. And then once that happens, and they they uh, ease back on the medication, and she just lives normal life and progresses yes. out of the pro- okay. Yes. All Correct. right. That's good. Yes. All right. Awesome. 
very interesting. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Thanks, so, Tina. Appreciate you're it. Welcome. Wow, All right. There, there's some. There are rare disorders out there that are just uh, mm-hmm. you know you never hear about. That's why they're rare. Uh, that uh, that boggle the mind. That's why you hear you see this story, and it's mm-hmm. it is so. It, you know. Uh, <laughs> Again, you have two sets of people who seem very altruistic. The the, the original family that raised this whole issue that is now uh, in front of the court um, have other kids, that, and, and there's no issue. There's never been an issue, and you have this one this one girl who is uh, certainly an anomaly. But yeah. Dr. Phil's going to get to the bottom of it. All right, well, we'll find out. I'll stay on it for you, Presbo. I right, appreciate it. All right, we're going to go back to the junk drawer. I don't like in the oh, know with Presbo. Oh. Do you like in the know with Presbo? Okay. We can do that. I, you guys seemed lukewarm on it. So. Listen, you got to give us time. All right, I understand. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, No Nut November. No yeah. Nut November. Yes, apparently it's an annual celibacy challenge. I found out about it uh, five minutes after a nut. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. so yeah. Uh, so you could just go right to your phone right after you finish? Uh <laughs> Maybe five okay. minutes. Five minutes time to you know clean Let me up. See who and... likes my post. <laughs> uh, so I had never heard of it before, and then I realized you know this was like November first. So I was. Are out. we talking all nuts or uh, self inflicted or uh, I believe all. all? Yeah, all nuts. Wow. Yeah. So uh, no. I I don't um, I don't know how many people are on board for this, uh, but it's a it's an online thing. It's an annual celibacy challenge. And on today's Doctor Phil, no nut November. And it encourages men to endure 30 days with no sexual release. Why? Uh, I don't. That's to make what them I, agitated and honorary. Well, that's <laughs> seriously. Yep. Cap, that's what I don't know. Well, and part of the goal is to um, to find other relation, uh, other aspects of your relationship that are positive besides sexual relationship. Right. Okay. So to explore the non-sexual side of your relationship in a positive and encouraging way. To, to ex- explore like uh, um, fighting for no reason. Yes. Uh, complaining a lot. Right. Uh, one, so, so there's been a lot of uh, a lot of memes and stuff that, and one that I found was very very funny. It was a picture of a guy's hand, and you know the um, uh, the dog cone, yeah, that they have right, they have that around yeah. his wrist. It goes up over his hand. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, is this uh, is this of just this year? Or has this been something that's been slowly building? It says annual, so I'm assuming it's been done before. Uh, the event encourages men to endure the the uh, 30 days without sexual release. Those willing to undertake this challenge gear themselves for lengthy tests of willpower and endurance. Many social media users went on to churn out memes uh, to the occasion, which you can see online. Yeah, I you know what I don't um, I don't know if this is anything I'd ever do, but uh, you know I think it's cool to to stop doing something for a little while and see what it's like to not, to, I mean, to go without something that you normally have regularly. Yeah. What do you um, think the longest since since your first one? Uh, what do you think the longest you've ever gone without? Having well, one? I did this before this was a thing in college. I tried the the no nut November in whatever month, and it was. Uh, uh, two or three months. It was really difficult, but like once you get started on it and um, you get re- good at refrain, it. Well, listen, I wasn't in a relationship, uh, and it was an attempt to um, remove some part of sexuality from my life for a bit. Hmm. And it, it was uh, you know so like two or three months. I wonder. I, yeah, did you have any kind of clarity during that time? I well, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say, but I had a lot of nocturnal emissions. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, and it was um uh. The first time that that had happened since like early, early puberty. Wow, this is too much info. Well, <laughs> no, it's interesting. Aren't you supposed to be shopping? <laughs> I'm a big fan, Mister Vetter. Can I go now? 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. You've got uh, pretty high on you. Do you want to go to a medical opinion? Because Dr. Do. Mike's on the line. And uh, we'll definitely uh, check in with uh, the one of the best at uh, Penn Medicine and Fox 29, Dr. Mike Serigliano. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Mike. Did you mention nocturnal emissions? He yes. just yeah. did, yeah. Well, I got to tell you, this whole thing is baloney. Uh, sex <laughs> exactly. is extremely <laughs> important to your health. You have to have intimacy. It releases endorphins, and it's a good form of exercise. So all of that stuff makes me think this is not – I think it's negative towards your relationship. Wow. Well, a lot of people get thrown out of health clubs for doing this, uh, Dr. Mike, if they're engaging in, in this sort of activity. You're saying, though, on a basic level, whether it be with a partner, is with yourself as good as well or what? Not quite. That's been looked at. That's okay. not as good as with someone. All right. It's the intimacy and the tactile stimulation. I it's got you. Science, science, science. The bottom line is that sex is healthy for you as long as it's done in the right way and not, you know, putting yourself at risk. But right. I didn't mean that in a certain way. Right, right. Not with livestock, you're saying, in a regular. <laughs> Different partners right, every day. Yeah. Dr. Mike, what's what's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? Well, not much. <laughs> Join the club. I, 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 I was like a leper in high school, all right? A I, leper. I'm a late bloomer, but I have my most beautiful wife. I love her with all my heart and soul. And, and Steve and I talk about this a lot. I mean, you find the right one, and it's all... Ready to launch, man. Yep. Okay, all 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 engines are running, and it's good. And, and that's been studied too. You know, if you're in a long term relationship and it's a healthy one, you will live longer. So, what Not do you alone. what do you think about the notion of people foregoing this for a while at least to focus on the more emotional aspects of a relationship and be there if in other aspects? So well, that's like that's yeah. like watering a plant with no soil, or saying, "Well, we're going to just put fertilizer and no water." Right. It's a whole package deal, and the intimacy is so critically important. You have to have that intimacy, and that improves your emotional bonding and and all of the things that go along with an amazingly uh, a, a good relationship. And and look, I I, I strongly believe. That, that if you have a good relationship, both sexually and emotionally, those two work together to, to make you live longer, have a healthier life, and you'll be happier. Hey, and Dr. Mike, how do you feel about people who live a, a, a celibate life? And by that, I mean, like, not even taking care of themselves. You think that's uh, counterproductive? Well, I, I go by science, and the bottom line is that somebody put these things on us. You know, it was like... I know the guy. I, I mean, the, the thing is, when it comes down to it, everybody can make a decision. Maybe it's right for them. But I'm a believer that we are here to procreate. It's not anything that wasn't part of the original plan. And, and I'm a firm believer that if you uh, do it in the right ways, in the right settings, and in the right approach it's all good it's so all so you're good. saying the, the appropriate setting would be with in your room with your laptop on your chest <laughs> with the lights out with the lights out yeah, when your headphones, wife's on. On. headphones on yeah. headphones on with your wife standing <laughs> right. in the doorway 
Hey, Dr. Mike, there's a, a few people who have texted in saying that there's a, a medical uh, benefit uh, for uh, that's linked with prostate cancer for this. Is that accurate? Well, yeah, there's been studies looking at the amount of, um, uh, am I allowed to? I release? I trouble, you release. Yeah. Yes. That release reduces the risk of, of uh, prostate cancer. I, I think it's a little shaky, the whole, the whole thing. That's the way I do it. Shaky. Well, yeah. the, the, the bottom line is, is that, in my opinion, it's healthy in every aspect of one's life to engage in intimacy and sexual activity as long as it's done appropriately. All right. Well, you're always the final source of, of the, the usable information, and we appreciate that. Thanks, man. Well, I love you guys. Love, love you, Dr. Love Mike. Yeah. Talk to you later, man. We'll see so you later. My question to you, Preston, if uh. this is responsible for longevity, like when I was a young man, I did notice that the socks I was using tended to last longer. <laughs> they, they last longer, yeah. really. They had special coating on them. <laughs> I was never a sock guy. <laughs> no, no, right no, no, I wasn't either. No, I need oh. more socks. You shoes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just too small of a target. I mean, you're a bounty guy, aren't you? <laughs> so many things I want to talk about. I know, I know. And I'm curious as to it's like the, whether the, or not. I do want to point out something because you said shaky and it made me laugh. <laughs> uh, have you ever been conscious? And listen, Kathy's already sighing over there going, oh, my God. I've never been conscious during it. Have, have you ever been conscious of the face that you make at the moment of yes, have you ever like yeah, what? What am I doing right now? Of course, it's like yeah. uh, it's probably something like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it's never it's, pleasant. It's like your coffee mug, Preston. <laughs> I, I realized, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like that. What are the two faces you and I were making, Preston? That was supposed to be something else, and that your old face. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I don't remember. It's there's a, sneezing, there's a... like j- almost sneezing. Oh you know, yeah, like right a... before yeah. you sneeze. I found out that that's not mine. Mine, I've realized, is like more of a gritted teeth type. By taking a dump, like. So, homework assignment. Do you close your eyes? For everyone listening, uh, yeah. You have yeah, to I'm close sure. your eyes. It's yeah. like sneezing with your eyes open. It's just impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> Is it? I don't yeah. know. Well, it's like when uh, when you're drinking coffee. Do you look down into the cup or do you uh, do you look above it? Is that where you, you, you climax your No, no. <laughs> That's the same thing? Coffee cup? No, well, I mean... <laughs> personal private. That's why, do you, why do you always have a mug of coffee with it? <laughs> All right, that was, maybe that was a bad analogy. That's my birth control. Take that part back. I don't... Wow. <laughs> wow. No, people have different preferences was my point. Do you, th- oh. you think you, like, like, like hey, you look you know, like, like when you do impressions, like, you know, characters, like, you know, you look like Bogart when you have your... Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Shane, that was wonderful. <laughs> You're going to want to clean your headboard. What would be some faces that, that could clearly be made and they're a celebrity face of some type? You know, like a Harpo Marx? Like... Right. Where's <laughs> <laughs> him? Um, <laughs> uh, when Hulk does that, like, Rah! like that one in, uh, uh, in okay. Avengers. The yelling. Yeah. Anyway, so homework assignment for listeners today. <laughs> yeah. Hey, video. Uh, the next time uh, that you find yourself in that position and, and you're at that moment... <laughs> Uh, think about what face you're making. Honey, where's my sex mug? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me find something else to mention here. It's oh. uh, In the Know with Presbo, by the way. So, for some reason, we play 
eruption. <laughs> Our a concept is that if we repackage this stuff in different ways, you, you won't realize it's you just the same the stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll stay in the genital region. Yeah, uh, we have to. I think Bill loves this. One that Kathy will actually enjoy. Okay? So apparently... Uh, New York owners of laser hair removal businesses are reportedly seeing an uptick in their male client base uh, for men who want to get uh, pubic hair removed. Particularly in younger men between the ages of 24 and 45. Um, Yeah, getting theirs for their own pubic hair removed, yes. (laughs) Uh, So laser hair removal down there. Uh, Down their hair, yeah. Does it hurt? Uh, Yeah, well... How much does it hurt? Look who we're talking to. You look who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. Um, it's like a, it almost feels like um, if you were to take like, a, you know, if you hit somebody with a rubber band, you pull the rubber band. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, that's what it felt like. And it's like all bang, in. Bang, 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 Like yeah. really fast like that. I, I got my underarms done. And mm. it, yeah, so it's all in in one spot. So it kind of, for me, I was like, it's too much. Okay. You, you have to Did stop. you bruise? Uh, no, I didn't bruise, but it hurt me for, like, I, I felt lingering um, soreness for a while. What Is that why worse? you now have super hairy pits? No, I <laughs> do not have super hairy pits. What hurt worse, doing it under your underarms or your, your knuckles? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't either. Hairy knuckles. <laughs> say you have hairy knuckles. Uh, <laughs> stupid joke. Uh, <laughs> when I had it removed from my, my kneecaps. <laughs> Would you? Uh, could you ever conceive of having? Does anybody do laser removal on their leg hair, Kathy? Um, that that would seem I mean, to be too extensive, right? I mean, it's usually hyper focused no, on either they, the underarms or the cooter. Yeah, but I think they can. I think they can because guys they, have gotten their do backs the inter- done. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. So the, wow. the only reason that, that I might consider something like that is is after grooming in my intimate areas uh, is that the stubble sucks. Prespo, uh, I'm waiting. One get, second, honey. You get, uh, you get, uh, you know, a little itchiness uh, for a yep. day or it, two. It, so, what do you use? When it freshly grows. You use back an electric shaver. Yeah, that's yeah. what I use electric for safety. Razor. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, I, I like to be shorn tightly uh, for that oh so porn look. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I, 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 just, I, I just don't. I don't find it hygienic. I don't want to have a, a, a knotted. I don't want to look like a, the legend of Boggy Creek down there. I only do it like every couple months. Just like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's getting a little long, so... I mean, I, I do a, I do 100 brushes every night. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> uh, One and, second. And, like, I'm, I'm like Marsha Brady with her hair pressing. And, and the stubble's a bitch, yeah. but... Um, In the mirror. That's the only thing I might consider. So uh, Why I would consider something. Press, like you get your dogs groomed? Yeah, we do. All right, so do you have boy dogs? Do you let them do your crotch? <laughs> Well, because I have two male dogs, and they have to like shave their peens and yeah. their and their heinies. Yeah, uh, which I like. Did you yes. ask if I avoid the dogs? No, no, oh, no, no. I'm no. sorry. Okay. Um, no, I was going to say. Did you get do, thrown off by have... the peens and heinies? <laughs> you have a boy or a girl we or both? We did the nails, the teeth, and the peens and heinies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the, the place, peens yeah. and heinies. Peens and heinies. If you guys been us on uh, 202, it's called peens and heinies. Come on in. <laughs> By the way, I heard Casey on the phone with his groomer the other day, and he was like, um, so I've been told when I bring my dog back that uh, he's not too calm and that uh, we need uh, some extra help. I, I gave him, I had to get a big dog. I had to go and get sedatives for him. I had, I had to go to the vet. The poor thing. Uh, dude, and what's crazy about this, and, and Steve, you can probably attest to this, is um, th- that dog is the dog that I want to introduce to strangers because he's so lovely yeah. and nice and all this stuff. And the other Check one. Check out that peen. But the other dog, who will like 
literally tear a stranger to shreds yeah. is fine at the groomer, right? Like it, it, they, it's like they change personalities when they get. And, and my so, cat, my cats were the same way at the vet. I use the service that comes to the house. Yeah, I should probably have oh, that. Same, and it's, the same lady? It's, yeah, it's uh, um, Avery's. Yeah, yeah, I used her. She was good. Avery's is great, and they show up, and, and so they're, the whole deal is they get used to going out of the house, right up, step mm-hmm. up into the van, which is parked right by your house, right there, and they, they get it done because otherwise I don't want to have them have a full-blown seizure and man, the, the peen and hiney is just great. <laughs> My dog is peenless, yeah. so it's just hiney. Yeah. My uh, female. Yeah, but um, so somebody was also telling me that uh, a, a way to sort of combat that, because it's definitely it's the hair dryer, is to like when he's eating, run a hair dryer next to him while he's eating so he doesn't. <laughs> I know. He's going to never eat again. Is this yeah. the big dog? This is the big dog. Yeah. What's yeah. the big dog's name? Reggie. Peen. Reggie. Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the dog's huge. Dog is huge and thinks it's a lap dog. That's yeah. the black and white one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's actually not that big. I mean, he's only 74 pounds. Like, he looks bigger because of his fur. Preston, you have Yorkies. <laughs> I know. That's a huge difference. I know. <laughs> Uh, but but anyway, so uh, yeah, try the hair dryer thing. See so how it works uh, out. but so I gave him the sedative, and the doctor told me to give it to him earlier. And then when I got to the uh, the uh, groomer, they were like, "Give it to him a half hour before," because it totally wore off while he was here. Oh my God. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay, dude, the other one is laying eggs on the on the uh, uh, linoleum floor. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Laying eggs. Yeah, taking dumps. Okay. But, like, I I purposely <laughs> walk them before I bring them to the groomer because I know that they get, like, a little skittish. Yeah. And they end up going to the bathroom all over the groomer's floor when I bring them in. Um, I, you know. Can't you manually do that? You make sure they let them express their bowels and all that stuff, at, uh, you know. That's what I. That's why I yeah. walk them before. Like, all right, so the groomer's appointment's at, at noon. Yeah. At 11.30, I walk both dogs. What an elaborate procedure. I understand, though, when you have big dogs, it's hard. Yeah. T- try, I'll give you the number. They uh, look I, so honestly. handsome. Uh, no, I like where I go. And they do have a mobile unit. Um, but uh, they just, they, 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 um, they're the doodle variety. So they get really hairy. So you have to So we're to talking them. doodle peen. Yeah. Doodle Peen. <laughs> that was a kid's show, wasn't it? Doodle Peen? Hi, I'm Doodle Peen. <laughs> today's, today's adventure, we teach you how to shave your ass. <laughs> shave it real good. <laughs> Doodle, Doodle Peen. Peen. Showing you how to groom your genitals. <laughs> Doodle Peen, I have an issue <laughs> right behind my testicles. <laughs> well, it's easy. <laughs> Use fly strips. And now another adventure with Doodle Peen. (laughs) It can get awful smelly down there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Like a filthy whore. (laughs) Hey, we're gonna wrap this up. We gotta gotta wrap it up. Hey kids, tune in next week for another episode of Doodle Peen. All right. With that, we're gonna take a break, and uh, and with that. We're going to give away some Flyers tickets right now. Caller 26 at 215-263-WMMR. Going to give you a pair of tickets uh, to see the Flyers and Hurricanes play tonight. And all fans in attendance get a gritty Chia pet. Oh, it's so so cool. It's funny. 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 26. You can get tickets, by the way, at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. We'll be back in a moment with our bi-week celebration. Stay put. Join Nick McElwain 
Thursday from 7 to 9 at Duffer's Tavern, 192 Route 352 in Glen Mills for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. Enter to win Eagles tickets and signed Eagles merch, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum, and enjoy $3 Bud and Bud Light drafts and bottles. 93.3 WMMR, everything and everywhere that rocks. Oh, my Damn. God. That was near flawless. That Almost was near flawless. flawless. Yeah, Almost perfect. I choked at the end. And, and you're a end. novice. Thank you. And no. you did it that well. I couldn't do it. No way. Kathy's job is Traffic hard. report. By the Kathy's way, Kathy's job is on the line now. <laughs> While you were doing that, and we'll wait, Kathy's not on board yet. She's okay. not in place yet. Um, but, you, you know, the first thing you led with was a turnpike. And I saw a news story this morning. Uh, and maybe we've mentioned this before. Um, I think it was by 2026. Uh, the Pennsylvania Turnpike Pike will be uh, completely ticketless. Real? Oh, yeah, just okay. Easy pass. No, not easy pass. Oh. Uh, plate recognition. So they've already started, like oh. down towards Jersey, and there are some spots. When I went up to New York, there are a few thoroughfares you go through, and Preston, it's one of those things where you're like, "Did I just run through something? Yeah. Am, am yeah. I going to get a ticket for this?" So they're, yeah, they're doing the the plate recognition, so you're not having to worry about any of that. So they bill you. They send you a oh. bill. Now, uh, this... and you don't have to register for anything. You just get it in the mail. Yes. That's what I understand. That's the, the, the minor little details that I caught on the news story this morning. Will this lead to uh, tracking of speeds? Because I've seen people who have linked the two. Everybody's been paranoid about that yeah. ever since these passes it it... came about. And uh, they don't do anything, you know. Try, that would be a step. Try that. I wonder. Because, yeah. I mean, because people have, uh, there have been certain cities that have successfully fought like red light cameras and things of that yeah, nature. Right. So uh, I think that is a quagmire that's. Uh, a long ways away if they attempt to do that because they have used easy pass before to a determined rate of speed uh when they were investigating a crime or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. so we'll see though but that's interesting i mean honestly they've been able to they can uh track your speed even with the tickets <clears throat> you know from the time you take your ticket out of the machine to the time you you pay it um yeah true yeah Good point. It's a scanned ticket when your exit mm-hmm. is yeah. yeah i was watching an investigative report on doodle peen last night yeah. and uh they <laughs> he was covering that exactly about yeah. yeah he doesn't it's not just genital stuff he's trying okay. to branch out <laughs> okay understood uh so it was interesting all right so kathy's in place from what i understand uh we are going to in honor of the eagles having the week off it's a bye week so we're gonna buy you something because we're stupid yeah why not hey. what the hell and uh we haven't played this game in a while it's just an excuse to play this game so and it really distinguishes it really shows you know it, there's a clarity here i think people can agree on either you love this contest or you despise it hey by the way we we used to and and, and in true president steve fashion we didn't really hash out the details until uh. we turned the microphones on yeah uh, do we have a dollar amount limit? Remember, did we have that? Oh, yeah. It's uh, usually $500. Yes. It's got to be less than $500. It's, okay. uh, we have to ask Kathy what she's willing to pay. Uh, no, she does this coming out of her pocket. Oh, it's yeah. not coming out no. of her pocket? Yes, it does. Oh, right. She'll get reimbursed for it, but right. she's got to pay for it. <laughs> well, that's true. All right, so here's the deal. We need callers on the line, and uh, I'll, I'll explain more thoroughly what you need to do. 215-263-WMMR if you're interested in playing uh, Pacing for Prizes. We have Kathy Romano, who is in, uh, I can say it now, because yes. I didn't want to ahead of time, because uh, we don't, uh, anyway, uh, she's in Target. Yeah, we and, don't want to be kicked uh, out immediately. Exactly. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to get you on the phone line, and you're going to direct Kathy through the store, and eventually she's going to hit a shelf, and you can determine at that point in time if you want her to select what is off the shelf, and there are multiple shelves, you can pick which shelf. Now, uh, I'll explain, once I get my callers on hold, how this works out. Well, you know, I'll just go ahead and do it now. We're going to give you an allotment of 100 steps, 100 paces. And uh, Kathy's going to start at a certain part of the store, and you can tell her to go left, right, forward, 
or turn around, whatever, whatever you, want. you want. She's your puppet. And she will go in that direction for how many ever steps you claim, or you can tell her to just keep going until she hits yeah. something. Now, you have to keep in mind that you only have 100 steps, and we're going to count them all out. If she goes through 100 and isn't anywhere near a shelf, then you lose. You don't get anything. Uh, but at some point, she may run right into a shelf, and then you have to determine, do you feel lucky? Do you feel like this is a good purchase? Not knowing what it is, and you tell her what to get, and then we'll reveal what the prize is. So, obviously, when we knew the location, we realized there was only one person to send there, that being Kathy. All right, so let's get her on the line. Our resident shopper, Kathy Romano, is oh, on location. So is it so fun here? <laughs> so much fun. Does yeah. anyone need to? Can you? It's so easy. I think everyone's guessing where she is. Oh, I already said it was Target. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, well, then so you don't even have to guess. You, you don't have, have to guess. guess. I'm so. thinking Target. Um, but, all right. So, Kathy, uh, now you're going to start somewhere randomly in the store? Um, so I'm going to start at the $1 to $5 section, which I will say, if um, you do take a look when you come in here, you can actually find some gems in this section. So I'm going to start right at the front of the store. Okay, so the $1 to $5 section. Okay, so the, all right. Gems. So, so um, and then people, you know, a, a, a player who knows how to play the game uh, can use that to their advantage. All right. Do you want me to say which location I'm at? No. Some of the stores are set up differently. That, that's I think fine. They, I think they are set up differently. You're right. But, uh, no, nah, that's okay. Let's. Uh, Okay. Let's get our first. We're just going to say that this is in Ohio. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, l- let's get Michaela on the line. Hey, Michaela. Good morning. Good, ma- good morning, Michaela. Okay, so we're going to do pacing for prizes. We're going to give you one hundred paces. You're going to tell okay. Kathy how many steps to go in a certain direction, or you can just tell her to keep going until she hits something, and then you can have her turn left, right, which whichever, or turn around and go back the other way, and give her a number of steps to walk in, and we'll keep track of all of them. And you only get 100, so keep that in mind. And wherever she stops in front of a shelf, if she does encounter a shelf, she'll tell you. And at that point, you can either have her choose a prize off of the shelf or she can keep going, depending on how many steps you have left. You kind of follow that? I did. I got it. All right. Well, let's get started. So uh, Kathy's in the $1 to $5 section. And uh, how many? which uh, direction would you like her to go, whichever way she's facing now? I assume she's facing direct. Kathy, which way are you facing? Directly into the thick of the store? Uh, yes. Okay. Now, uh, Michaela, Nick, are you going to keep track of the steps? Sure. All right. Uh, Michaela, how many steps? Or, Casey, do you want to do Yeah, it? I have I all don't. Oh, you do. All right. Uh, he seemed irritated when I said. Well, yeah. I have all the, the things. I, I didn't know. Time, so. All right. So, <laughs> Michaela, how many steps should Kathy take and which direction? I would like Kathy to just go straight ahead for 10 steps. All right. Go ahead, Kathy. Okay. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ooh. Okay. okay. She just decided to say woo. Did okay, you stop well, in front hey, of the uh, shelf or something? not indicate things like with a woo, Kath? What? Try not to, like, give anything away, but you're, you're supposed to be, like... Um, a neutral. Neutral. How did I give anything Emotionless. away? Emotionless. You're an automaton. Okay. All right, which, which direction... I'm going to ooh everything. <laughs> which direction now, Michaela? I'd like Kathy to take a right and go 20 steps. All right. 20 steps to the right, Kath. Okay. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15... 16, and I'm at a wall. All right, she is at a wall. Is there anything in front of you other than a wall? Uh, there is a wall of items in front of me. Okay, so this, there are shelves. Now, Michaela, you can pick something from this shelf, or you can uh, have her go left or right and head uh, in uh, for another set of steps. Okay. What do you think? Um, so 
I had Kathy go right ten and she let a wall. Um, I'm gonna ask Kathy to make a another right. Okay. And go another ten steps. Right. Okay, not possible at all. I'm at a corner. She's at a corner. Okay. Corner. Well, that that makes it easy then, Kathy. Then um, make a left. Uh huh. Going back, I guess. Right. No, I'm confused. I think uh, I know why. I think I'm learning why people hate this contest. I'm not. I'm not going back. You okay? So you want me to go left? Be- and how many steps? Um, go uh, fifteen steps. Fifteen steps to the left, Kathy. Okay, and by the way, I have a cart with me because if you ever go into Target and you don't get a cart, that's just silly. Okay, (laughs) understood. Listen, silly. Kathy lives for Target. We got it. (laughs) Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. All right. So far, we are at forty-one steps, Michaela. Forty-one steps. So you have uh, fifty-nine left. Okay, Um, Kathy, I'm going to ask you to make another left. Okay. Ten more steps. Okay. Right. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Do you, can, can I describe um, where I'm at? And no. No. Or, no. Okay. Nope. All right. All right. So uh, that's 51 steps. You got 49 left. Which way would you like Kathy to go now? I'm gonna stop right there at 51 steps. There's nothing right, but, there. No. She's got to hit a. She's got to hit a shelf. She's got to run oh. into something. You got to run into something. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I can go straight, okay, right, or left. You can go straight, right, or left. Go keep going straight for another 20 steps. Okay. okay. Two, three, four, so either go five, 20 or till she hits something. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I'm at 16 and again. I'm at a wall. All right. Uh, and it is uh, an area where I spend a lot of time when I come to Target. All right, so, so she's hit a shelf. And uh, do you want to try and, and purchase something there, Michaela? Absolutely. Okay. Kathy, are there any shelves in front of you, or is it just There's one display? Four shelves. You four can shelves. You from top, two middle shelves, and then a bottom shelf. So four shelves. I can go one, two, three, or four. Uh, well, let's go eye level at three. <gasps> okay. Um, okay. And then <laughs> let's go. we got to go across. So uh, you can go one, two, three. Again, I've got an item kind of to the left, one in the middle, and one to the right. So just left. give me one, two, or three. Oh, okay. Um, two. Two? Oh, my God. We are going to get along so well because this is the <laughs> item I would have picked if I came to this area. <laughs> you have received a new perfect for the holidays, perfect for winter, a black and white oversized handbag. <laughs> <laughs> A Target oversized handbag for the holidays. My husband will be so happy. <laughs> Kathy, what's the retail price on such an item like this? The retail price is $44. Hey! Yes, and the brand is a new day. It's a, a brand that Target carries. It's for, actually forty four ninety nine, oh. uh, and I absolutely love this brand. I pretty much own everything. Throw it in the bag, Kathy. That's great. It's in my cart. You have just won a $44 pocketbook from a brand called A New Day. Michaela, there you go. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Michaela, for giving the people who hate this contest even more fuel. Oh my! Nice forty-five dollar handbag. Not man. bad. Yeah, it's not, not bad. bad at all. I mean, we still have four hundred and fifty-five dollars to spend if you want to 
keep doing this. Well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I might put, I know that I'm not going to expense both of them, but I might put a second one in here for myself. This bag is so cute. Oh, nice. <laughs> Unbelievable. She really does love Target. She deeply, does. deeply loves it. All right. So it's we'll, so nice that you guys are paying me to shop, really. Will we start in that same spot? <laughs> I would yep, say, uh, I would say, yeah. Kathy, move, move a little bit. Uh, you know, just just to wander a little bit away, re- reorient yourself, and then we'll start anew. But remember, for the person, the next contestant who plays, you you can't, you have to end up at a shelf, and that's when you can make a selection because otherwise, you could quite conceivably run out your hundred steps walking down the main path that goes through the middle of the store. All right, so you can also, you, you run the risk of, of not standing in front of anything at the end of your 100 steps. And then you lose. Yeah, like you could uh, you could really end up, you know, um, pointing Kathy out of the store, which would be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yes. if, if we made yes. her walk across a major thoroughfare, <laughs> she would six. have to. She'd be obliged yeah. to do it with a shopping cart. Head yes. over to 6ABC at Jim Gardner's <laughs> desk. This morning, a local broadcaster, Kathy Romano, was hit by an 18 18- Wheeler. <laughs> uh, you guys want to hear some of the, the comments coming in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fans. Uh, here we go. Uh, I love this contest. What? Definitely one of the worst segments you guys ever do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a little like a mess, It's but it, the commentary is gold. Uh, this game blows. <laughs> I love this game. I've been waiting for it to come back. Definitely one of the worst segments you guys do. This is so dumb. Don't ever play this game again. This lady on the phone is an idiot. No, she's wow, not. That uh, that's not called for. Uh, let's Wait, see. Oh, she talking about you, Kathy? No, no, she's not. Uh, let's see. This is the stupidest thing. Way to go, Casey. No, it says why to go, Casey. Come on, <laughs> spell it right. You. Does it say that? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Says way to go. Uh, that that's a capital A. Yeah. Look like an H from all the way over here. Uh, <laughs> all right, so so you either love it or you hate it. Stinks. It's just a little bit in favor of the uh, stinks. So that's not bad. Let me throw this. This out one there. says this show needs more doodle peen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw this out there. And uh, um, do you guys want to maybe uh, have one of the people that hates this contest to play next? We can. We have their phone number. We can call them. No. 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 I want the people who are actually calling in to play the game. To yeah, play the game. they've so already they've already made the effort to call in. They should be rewarded for the. Let's their get efforts. a guy named Chuck on the line. Hey, Chuck. Hey, guys. All right, it's a bye week. We're going to buy you something. We're playing pacing for prizes. You ready? Yep. All right, oh, you get a hundred. What? Nothing. I, I was shopping. I she got distracted. I was yeah. shopping. No, I she's being, she's being escorted out of the store. No, Listen, she's... I picked up a little bag and a pair of earrings. Oh, um, nice. But I'm good to go. I'm ready. She oh, started man. browsing. Chuck, hopefully you can get a little bag and a pair of earrings. It's like it's like a war reporter. I'm sorry. I just found a great falafel place here. But back to that massacre. <laughs> All right, Chuck, you get 100 paces. Let's start with Kathy. Uh, Kathy, which directions can you turn at this point? And all four or... Um, so I kind of came out to, like, a, a main aisle. So okay. uh, I That's all we say... need to know. Okay. All right. all right. But you can turn in any which way, right? Okay. Yep. Just... Mm-hmm. All right. I go straight 25 paces. Straight 25. Okay. Hold on. Employees working. We got to wait. <laughs> Knock them over. The... And they want to kick us out. I'm not sure. Are they coming okay, over? Okay, four, five. Uh, yeah. Eight, nine. I think they're wondering what we're doing. Ten, oh, eleven. Oh, yeah. Nick Murphy's oh. following her with a camera. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Sixteen. Wait. Um. How many am I going? Twenty-five. Okay. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty. And I'm at a display. Okay. She's at a display. Do you want her to move elsewhere or choose from something there, Chuck? Uh. Go left. All right. Left. How many paces? Okay. How 15. many? Sixteen. 
15. 15. 15, okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I love this. 15, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Well, he said 15. I oh, sorry. Okay, I can back up one Okay. Time. All right. Uh, now what, uh, Chuck? She is, uh, she's not in front of a display. Uh, right 10. Right 10. 10. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's not nope. in front of anything, so she's got to go elsewhere. Chuck, she can keep going in that direction yes. if you want. All right. Go ten more. Ten more. Okay. We're going to go ten more straight. Yep. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. All right. Now, five. That's 50. How many again? Um, um, she's not in front of anything. Cool. No, I am not. You have you you've done fifty five. You have forty five left. Okay. Do left. Can you go left? Yep. All right. I guess fifteen. Okay. Or or until you hit something. Two, three, <laughs> no. four, five, and I hit something. Okay. All right. Add a shelf. Right. You want to take your chances, Chuck? Sure. All right, Kathy. How many shelves are in front of you? Three. 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 All right. You She's got... literally having an orgasm. Top, middle, or bottom? Middle. Middle. You okay? <laughs> uh oh. Yes. You have just received a size two pair of little girl boots. Size two little girl boots. Oh my god. Kathy, what's the what's the dollar price on that? Well, these black and silver sparkly boots with a side bow. Size two retail price twenty six ninety nine. All right. Twenty six ninety nine. Merry Christmas. Chuck, what you've always wanted. Congratulations. Hey, real quick, Chuck. Do you have a daughter? I have a niece. Okay. All right. All right. Hopefully she's got size two feet. Then maybe that'll exactly. work out. All right, Chuck. Thanks for playing. Goes to a babysitter. There's a baby girl there. So. Okay. Right. Perfect. Right. Uh, well, it's bye week, so we're going to buy you those little girl shoes. Congratulations. So far, a forty-five dollar yeah. pocketbook yeah. and uh, <laughs> little girl size two shoes, boots. Yep. We're on a on a streak here. All right. Let's try. It. Let's try one more. We'll see how long this takes. This might be our last right. one. We got four hundred twenty-eight dollars left. Kath, you still good there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm great. All right. <laughs> let me go to uh let me go to Moik next. Hey Mike. Moik. Yeah, Moik. All right, What's Kathy's up? gonna shift a little bit, get in kind of a new spot, and uh, then we'll have her walk for you. You are you are in command of one Miss Romano, I know. Uh so uh, Kathy, let me know when you're in place. Uh yeah, I'm good. All right, we're good. Uh so Mike, uh, do what you will. Where do you want her to go? Let me go right twenty five. Right, 25, Kathy. Okay. Well, all right. Hold on. No, we got to go this way. <laughs> I tried to steer in a different direction. Okay. We're, we're back into the employees. Uh, Are the employees uh, suspicious of what you're doing there with the camera crew? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Excuse, I'm sorry. Can sorry. you keep walking or no? Yep. Um, excuse me. Hi. Say you're running for election. It's it's election day, <laughs> and you are out shaking hands and kissing babies. Yeah, we're good. All right. How, did you go all 25? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now what, Mike? Mm, let me go 
15 more. 15 more in that direction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's, got, she's just she, she must be in such an awkward position right now. She's under surveillance. 14, 15. Okay. All right. I went 15. All right. So far, we're at 40 steps. It's still, it's still open in front of you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me go another 20. All right. 20 wow. steps, Kathy. Whoa. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 16, yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Oh, my God. So the the people there, the security at, at Target must think that, that they're doing a feature on this girl who lost the ability to count. <laughs> You're right. you got 40 steps left, uh, Mike. Uh, that's let me go left now. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go left now. Let How many? 20. Left 20, Kath. Okay. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We're cruising through. All right. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. All right. Uh, he's only got... Is there anything in this store? He's only got, <laughs> he's only got 20 steps left. <laughs> I've got to... Oh, Jesus. If you would just started... I'd, I'd hang a career... I'd hang a, 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 a course change. Uh, it's up to him. 10 right. Okay. Uh-huh. One, two, three, four. Ooh, I have six, seven, eight, nine. I have this. What? What do you mean? Okay. Whatever Sorry. she's standing in front, she. I don't need panties. Oh, I have this. All right, okay. You only have ten paces left. And there's nothing in front of her yet. Uh, so close. Not yet. Ten more. Same direction. There you go. Okay, I'm only going to get about one, two, three, four, four. All right, With good. only six right. left, only six paces left, he finally got to a shelf. I'm we have a shelf. There. All, right. All right, how many yeah. shelves in front of you, Kathy? Okay, top or bottom? Which do you want Kathy stuff, to take off? Heavier <laughs> stuff's on the bottom. Uh, give me bottom. He's going with the bottom shelf, Kathy. Okay, let me. Just, I'm just going to ask you real quick. Do you prefer pink or yellow? <laughs> Fucker! Son of a gun! <laughs> Just give me a color, pink or yellow. 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 Okay, you are the proud owner of a who, what, where blouse from Target. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes! Yes! Hey, who, what, <laughs> who, what, where blouse from Target. Yeah. I don't even know what a who, what, where blouse is. No, Just say who, what, where. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> It's another brand that Target carries. They also have amazing items here at Target. It's a black blouse with a beautiful yellow tulips on it. Uh, Wow. Mike, you're going to be the envy of everyone on the loading dock. Congratulations. You know what, Mike? We're going to let you pick your own size there, bro. Yep. I appreciate it. Let me get a large. (laughs) All right. Wow. You got it. All right, Mike. Congratulations. Hang on the line. Kathy, what's the, uh, the price on that, by the way? Uh, the price is $24.99. $24.99. $24.99. Okay. For all that. Yeah. Wow. But <laughs> all three. To, I have this jacket that's right in front of, or what well, was kind of off the side a bit. If you would have had me walk just a few steps to the left, I would have been able to get his wife or girlfriend the same jacket. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you could have got that jacket. Okay, we're looking at the uh, the exact blouse. I guess this is off the Target website. It's lovely. Mike's going to love it. All right. It's actually, I, I, yeah. I, the where, where I had Mike set up, if he would have just said straight, we would have went right into the electronic center, and he immediately sent me to the right. <laughs> oh, that's when you told him to course change. 
Uh, can we do another one? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Right, perfect. I'm, let right. me get set in the spot. Let's go to Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Uh, Tim, you are our last contestant on this, okay? Awesome. Have you learned anything from listening to the, the listeners before you? Yeah, they all suck. All right. They all yeah. suck. I mean, we've all learned something. Wow. Now. All right, Tim. Uh, let's see when Kathy's in place. Kath? Ready to go. All right. Ready to go. You get 100 steps to play with here, Tim, so use them wisely. Tell her what uh, to do. Can she go in any direction? Any yeah. direction. Yeah. That, that, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Go uh, right 20 steps. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 14, 15, okay, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Um, okay, I'm in front of a shelf. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, Tim, do you want to you wanna take your luck now, or uh, do you want her to move around a little more? No, I want her to go left 15. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, okay? Now, I have a question, Kathy, before we move on. Since you since you were right there in front of something, are you now walking along a shelf, and are you still in front of a shelf? Mm, kind of. Kind of. Okay, well, then that's not good. Right, kind, kind of, of doesn't count, enough. right? Okay. This is a very uh, serious contest. All right. <laughs> This is a tricky department in Target. Right, you've a used, tricky department. You've used up 35 steps out of your 100 so far, Tim. All right. Go straight another 20. Straight okay. another 20. One, two, three, four, and now I'm in front of something. All right. She is at a shelf. What do you think now, Tim? Um, can you make it right? Can you go right, Kath? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure can. All he's, right. he's trying to get her out of that section. How many uh, steps? Uh, 12. All right. Okay. One, two, three, four, and I'm in front of another shelf. Okay. okay what bra size are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy who got the little girl boots, we were uh, in, like, training bra section right before the boots. So. Oh, oh, man. That would have been, been awesome. awesome. That would have been so great. Uh, Tim, <laughs> she's in front of a shelf. What do you think? Uh, let's just go with where she's at. All right. Kat, uh, Kathy, any shelves? Yep, we have one, two, three, or four. Uh, two. Two. Okay, let me ask you. Do you like brown or black? Oh, I've got to go brown. Brown. Okay. What size shoe are you? <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, we're going to search for that. You are now the proud owner of a water-resistant, 10-degree thermal rating leather upper, upper Goodfellow & Company pair of boots. Are they men's boots? That's, that's what I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, Nick, uh, Steve said, are they men's boots? Yes, they are. Ah! Oh, They're wow. men's boots. Oh, they're Hold on. on! An appropriate prize. I can't believe it. All right, hey, Tim. Value of forty nine ninety nine. Can you pick out a nice training bra to go with those? <laughs> Tim, hang on the yeah. line. We'll get your information. We'll take care of you. All right. We did what we said we were going to do. We we're going to buy some people some stuff on this bye week. We did. 
Uh, so we, uh, what all did we get? What did we grab here? We got a nice tote bag. A pocketbook. A blouse. A blouse. Small shoes for a little girl. And a <laughs> pair of men's shoes. Yeah. And a pair of men's shoes, they don't have size 14, and they only have size 13. So I'm going to get him a 13 with a gift receipt, and he can return them for a larger size. Of course she knows how to do that. Yeah. So that, that you got it, man. Oh, all happy right. day. Hey, Kathy, nice work. Thank you. I'll be back in about an hour. All yeah. right. Let's see here. Kathy Romano yeah. in her yeah. element. Pacing for prizes on a bye week where we buy you things and Kathy's happy in her little haven there. So on the on the text board now, did we convince people? Are people still holding kind of split? It's uh, split. Uh, yeah. Uh, here you go. You want me to read these straight yeah, ahead? Yeah, give me a couple. All right. These, I want to feel the pain. Uh, let's see. That was a nice score. Uh, these people are infuriating. <laughs> You can you hear your ratings dropping? <laughs> you guys should do this at a Rolex store. Uh, F the hater, haters. I'm sitting in my car listening to the end of this segment. Uh, Tim Sorry, is the worst. Bill Weston. <laughs> uh, can you guys have some balls and do this at Cabela's? <laughs> wow, that's a good idea. But that's uh, all great stuff. Uh, one says one more. Another one says I effing love this game. Screw the haters. Uh, I love this game. One more. This contest is awesome. You need to break being back dead guy in the envelope. <laughs> My God, this is awful. Uh, shove this up your shove hole. What the hell does that mean? I don't think they like it. I don't think that's a thumbs up. Um, all right. Anyhow. So, so that's um, again, it's a, a, this yeah, one maybe skewed a little bit more favorable than the last one. So it's probably an even split. Yeah. All right, cool. Go figure, right? It's yeah. kind of like a like a the, the the contest version of a Rorschach test. Hey, it's like it's election day, man. We're, yeah, everybody's yeah. split on all kinds of stuff today. Absolutely, so, and I think today we brought people together in hatred. That's exactly what we did. All right, we need to take a break. We're going to come back in uh, just a moment. But you know what? I can give to you since you stuck around like a trooper. I have a fifty dollar Dunkin' gift card to give away. Awesome. Uh, Caller twenty two at two one five two six three WMMR. You get it. And uh, they have the Beyond Sausage Sandwich. Offers fewer calories, less total fat, saturated fat, cholesterol, and sodium, and delivers more protein and iron than a comparable pork sausage sandwich. And this rolls out nationwide at Dunkin' tomorrow. So we'll take caller number 22, like I said, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll give you that $50 gift card. We'll be back in just a moment. Got a bizarre file coming up next. What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, I have a question for you guys. In case, please. Is it okay? Do I have a minute? Yeah. Okay. Other other than your own job, whose job would be hardest to do on the show if you were to sit somewhere else? Well, I, yeah, I mean, no, and then anybody's uh, here, I, you know. At the radio whatever, station no, or no, no, in, the in, show? On the in, show. in this room? Oh. In this room, because traffic is difficult to do. It's it's hard to to do it uh, when when you, you should see the amount of information that Kathy has in front of her and yeah. has to kind of shorten it and give a thumbnail version of it. I think mine would be Casey. I think Casey. I wouldn't. I because yeah. Casey's doing so much and he can like both hands are going and what, things are is, playing and is Marissa in the mix as well? Yeah, both Casey and Marissa. I, I, I because I think pressing your job is so easy. Um, <laughs> I think uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I think we're we're on a we're on a different we're we're like we're accruing. Um, 
straight content stuff where where you where and Preston does really accruing content. I'm sending him stuff out the day, and then there's a synergy that exists there. But getting on the phone, juggling, and you all produce uh, no, stuff. Well, I was just meaning right here in the right studio. here. How yeah. about? I right think they're you. in your seat. <laughs> I think I think you're because I've had to jump into that seat a couple of times, Preston, and uh, I I don't. It's it's very very difficult to mentally handle all of the stuff that's going on. It's funny there. to see when people do Casey because mm-hmm. then they realize how difficult Preston's job is. And and the case in point was when we did Weston and Steve one day. You had to leave early or something like that, <laughs> and Bill got so distracted by did he? Well, well, yeah, because the, you're you're paying attention to a lot of different things at once, and and then also the clock, and you're trying to make sure that we get in and out of breaks on time, and that if the conversation's petering out, knowing that and knowing what might make Steve say something funny, like that's none of that is easy. But Bill was just focused on on like the two things in front of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's not a slight on Bill. It's just that's how difficult the job is. I would find it probably hardest to do Casey's gig. Are we talking, actually, may may I do a uh, subcategory here? Are we talking (laughs) on air or in general? A little bit of both. Okay, yeah. yeah. Whatever happens in this room, I mean, because... We're like Vegas. It stays in this room. Try doing what I do with my attention span. (laughs) Mm. Because Casey, what you don't see Casey doing is he he sets up all the the sound elements that we need, all the commercials, all the music, all the... Uh, the the beds and production elements and things like that, and it's kind, it's going on while we're actually talking too, we're, yep. while we're here yep. in the middle of a break. So, uh, and he makes sure that all the sponsorships get handed over to me, that I make sure I give the proper credit to whoever needs credit at the time, and all that stuff. The funny thing about Casey's job is that people notice when you screw up, yeah, but they don't notice or appreciate it when you're doing it well. Yeah, fart sound effects just don't happen on themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Well, to be honest, yeah, it's it's like uh, Homeland Security. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, they, you, you don't hear about the ones that they get. That's when the job's being done right. Right. Yep. yep. All right. When that fart just seems to happen. <laughs> right? Yes. That's it. Yeah. But then again, Steve, who comes up with doodle peen around here? Yeah. You do. <laughs> That's the hard job. Listen, we are, it's it's like the um, the that old uh, act. You remember Preston where there was this guy with like five sticks and dishes on them? Uh-huh. We're all spinning dishes. Yep, it's And when true. we spin in synchronization, then the show works. And That's when right. they don't, we have Kathy wandering around Target. But maybe one morning we should, yeah, we should switch up. And you know, Kathy, I'll I'll do the I'll do the traffic, and you come over here and open and close. When you break. did when you did jury duty, you know, we yeah. for, for a while we were we and it, oh, God, I remember when when it was it was the ramp up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, remember that? Uh-huh. And, right. Uh huh. And but it, listen, uh, we can pull in. Uh, I just realized, listen, is a real go to for me. Anyway, uh, that uh, uh, it, it's what it's it's. We can sort of do it, but it does help us appreciate what everyone else does. I, um, I am curious, though, Kathy. Yes. Um, did you do any shopping on your own besides where you had to? Uh, no. the, 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 the bag that you picked up, which you were there anyway? Yeah. All right. What else did you pick up? I, it's so cute. It's like this little. Um... <laughs> you didn't bring it in for us to see? I, you know what? No, because I, I left it in the car. I figure it's going home. But it's so cute. And um, they had it in the summer like a couple of years ago. And now they have like a winter version of it. But it's just like a little quick little pouch. You can throw your stuff in if you don't want to carry like a big old purse with you. It's so cute. It has like gold beading on it. I have <laughs> I have a wonderful idea for either a podcast or a segment that you do yeah. on shopping. And the title is It's So Cute. It's so cute. That's what you should. It's that's so what the cute. name of your podcast should be. It's so cute with Kathy Romano. So why? So do we run Target commercials? 
I I'm don't sure know. we do. I don't know why we wouldn't. Why wouldn't you be? Why real. wouldn't you be the spokesperson? Why? Why would you not be the spokesperson for Target? Listen, I have forever said I want to. If we could somehow do a promotion with Target, I don't know what it would involve and if they would even want to, but. I could spend 24 hours or sleep over in there. Like, I would yeah. be okay. You, I won't, you guys know, I won't go camping. But yeah. I could stay at Target for the night. This is not fun. hype. It's not hyperbole. You adore that store. I, 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 you know, if I was someone over at marketing at Target, uh, you know, talk to one of our salespeople. Let's yeah. get this going. Kathy, yeah. what was your Target before Target was your Target? Uh, what store you mean? When yeah, I lived, Kohl's. risque. No, you know I was never a Coles person. Okay. We, I think, because we didn't really have one near us. When I lived out in Bucks County, we had uh, Walmart was closest to my house, okay. and, uh, and then so, there was Sam Drucker's store. No, came. and I remember when I moved to Conchhocken, and I was like, Walmart's kind of far. Like Target's right here. I, mean, I guess I'll go yeah. there. Well, now look at me. Now look at <laughs> you. And then it, then it happened. Wow. Well. All it's right. so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. All right, we got to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. Earn industry top dollar. Get guaranteed hours, yearly ri- raises, and monthly bonuses, <laughs> or yearly rises. Uh, love where I you just got a rise at McGuffBus.com. Listen to this. An, an anti-vaccination mother took to social media on Wednesday share, to share her decision to give out tainted lollipops for oh. Halloween. The Australian mother who identifies herself online as Sarah Walker RN shared the private Facebook in the private Facebook group Stop Mandatory Vaccination that her son, whose name has been redacted, con- uh, contracted chicken pox and that she planned to help other children in the community by spreading the virus through candy. Because she knows better than everyone. She says, so my beautiful son has chicken pox at the moment and we've both decided to help others with natural immunity this Halloween. We have the package open and closing down Pat and can't wait to help others in our community. I, I assume that's a crime. Her message was screenshot and shared on Light for Riley, a page dedicated to protecting babies and families from vaccine preventable diseases in honor of Riley Hughes, a baby born who tragically died from whooping cough in March 2015. Walker claims to be a registered nurse at the Royal Children's Hospital in Brisbane on her Facebook page. However, the parent company of the hospital confirmed that she was never an employee at any of its medical facilities. Uh-huh. There are no current or former employees by that name. Walker later took to Facebook to double down on her argument despite widespread backlash online. She wrote, Dear Internet Trolls, you think you're right by judging me and my trying to report and and my trying to report me and get me fired. I don't care. The health and well being for my baby is far more valuable than any job. Uh, you say I'm a vi- I'm violent, gross, uh, like I have done something that hundreds of thousands of parents haven't already done. How many times do you see children dropped off at daycare school when they're clearly sick and contagious? Exactly. And I'm offering lifelong immunity for the price of a couple of blisters and a few days off school. Uh, Queensland Health said the risk of chickenpox transmission, by the way, some such, such tainted lollipops would be extremely low since the virus actually does not survive long on surfaces. However, if she's found guilty... Uh, it could be a food tampering or making false claims, and she could be facing serious prison time for that. And so she should. She signed. She sounds kind of out of her mind. All right, here is uh, a story it's straight out of uh, Cool Hand Luke, but with a different outcome. Uh, Subhash Yadav died after attempting to eat fifty eggs in India on Monday. Died. It killed oh boy. him. 
Yadav and a friend were at the market getting a bite to eat when the two began to argue. The subject of the conflict is unknown, but it somehow escalated into Yadav betting his companion 2,000 rupees that he could down 50 eggs there and then. The duo purchased 50 hard-boiled eggs from a vendor, and Yadav set to it. He was making good time until he got to the 41st egg when he popped the 42nd into his mouth, fell unconscious, Whoa. took him to the hospital, and uh, never regained consciousness and died a few hours did, later. Did they say what killed him? Overeating. Just overeating. That's what Technically, they, overeating killed him. That's what the doctor said. Wow. Uh, weighing in at approximately six pounds, 50 eggs is significantly more volume than the average human stomach can accommodate without discomfort. So it killed him. Yeah. Uh, on Monday, police were called to Pizza Hut. An officer arrived after the store uh, had reported a man had entered the store swearing and yelling at staff because he was dissatisfied with his personal pan pizza. <laughs> per staff interviews, it started... You call this personal? When a woman came in and ordered said pizza, asking for extra cheese after it was made, the woman reportedly returned to the store and said her boyfriend wouldn't eat the pizza because there wasn't enough cheese on it. Staff told- sent my own lady in here to tell you what I had. <laughs> you can get it. Staff told police they informed the woman they would remake the pizza, but it would have the same amount of cheese as the first. What'd she alleg- she allegedly threw the first pizza away and left. Well, a few minutes later. The woman and man entered the store. He was yelling, screaming, and acting strange. And when told that they would make him a new pizza, the man allegedly said uh, that he wouldn't eat it, and he said not to spit on it, by the way. Uh, The manager, feeling threatened by the man's actions, called police, at which time the pair left. Uh, Police, having found the man's address, confronted him at his home to ask about the incident, uh, the man claimed the store manager refused to give a refund and argued with her. The officer replied that the information was different from what several witnesses said. <laughs> there was a conflicting story on the pizza. A citation for disorderly conduct. The man replied that he didn't believe that he should be issued a citation because, quote, he's an American and works hard. <laughs> America. All right, one more story. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me see here. yeah. Let's go with uh, this one. A man uh, dressed all in black and dancing in the middle of the street is facing charges after authorities say he headbutted a state trooper who was arresting him in Lancaster County. Oh, what was the reason for the dancing? Was it just the joy of life? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle Clark is facing charges for the incident, which police say occurred like this. Troopers were called around 2.37 a.m. For a man dressed in black who was dancing in the middle of the road. He was pulling on the doors of several businesses, including the Postal Service Building and Aunt Jeannie's Diner. (laughs) Where's the Pizza Hut? And then when police showed up, he ran into the Conoco gas station. A trooper followed him inside, tried to arrest him, but Clark resisted and headbutted the trooper. He broke free and tried to punch the trooper before the trooper could subdue him. Clark had a hypodermic syringe on him, and police believe he was under the influence of methamphetamine. I like Johnny Cash. And there you go. That's what I have for you in the Bizarre File. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, and uh, we will see how closely you've been listening today. We have a lesson question about today's program and more when we get back. You stay right down. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ten twenty three, Preston and Steve Show. My throat really hurts. I'm having a hard time projecting. No, That's no, why I'm kind of being all 
sassy and sexy. I'm the sexier side of Preston Elliott. Talked a little more breathy. Um, there, you, when you said fat bottom girls, there was a picture. It, it was probably you know clickbait, but some Russian model, Preston, mm-hmm. and the big thing obviously now are these these ass injections. Yep. This <laughs> they just look not the humanly spread possible. on this ass was so outlandish. Yeah. And I don't, it literally has to stop her from, and she's not a heavier girl, but she has had her butt just made enormous. Yep. How do you ride any form of mass transit? How does any seat feel comfortable? <laughs> I mean, listen, there, but I, in other words, whatever you have, that's fine and have whatever you deal with. But here's someone who has knowingly, right. actively injected their body in a, I mean, to outlandish levels. Don't know, It's like man. a crazy boob job, you know? Yeah, I know, and that's exactly it's what I was thing, thinking of. Yeah. I mean, the really, really gargantuan, I forgot who we had in one time. Uh, Candy? Uh, it was Candy Cups, or uh, yeah. I don't know what her name was. Oh, but you remember her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. the chick with the 50-pound boobs. Yeah. Now, Norma Stitz. Norma Stitz. <laughs> yeah, that's are, all real. Those are real. Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's all natural? Yeah. Norma Stitz. <laughs> <laughs> that name hasn't surfaced in a little while, and it's back. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do a lesson question, right. and we are going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks, uh, Sturgill Simpson. Uh, which is the a good looking tour March fourteenth at the Met, and uh, the question that we are going to ask today this morning is, um, let's see, what pet supply store will have your dogs will shave your dog's genital regions? Two one five two six three WMMR. What pet supply store will shave your dog's genital regions? Uh, Casey brought us up to speed on this. Yes. 215-263. If you know the answer, call now. We're going to do the trash while you're calling now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Deets and Watson. The official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. Uh, start your pregame with their fan favorite, 100% all beef franks. What's going on, Steve? Well, the wife of notorious drug lord El Chapo, Emma Cornell Aspero, is in discussions to join a new VH1 reality show called Cartel Crew. The series will reportedly be sandwiched between two other new shows, Pedophile Road Rules and Total Molest Lies. Oh, my God. They're actually doing a show based on the wives and girlfriends of these notorious cartel people. It's unbelievable. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian spending $3 million on land next to their estate on which they plan to do some farming. Kim says she's always been interested in growing pasta. Oh, my God. And finally, a 17-year-old Fortnite superstar. I don't know if your your boys heard about this, Preston. Uh, gamer FaZe Jarvis, the younger brother of gaming superstar FaZe K, has been banned from playing Fortnite for life after using cheating software. While FaZe Jarvis was devastated by the decision, he was eventually comforted by uh, uh, advice he received from his father, just a passing phase. No. <laughs> And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if uh, we can find an answer to this question. Uh, what <clears throat> pet supply store will shave your dog's genital regions? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. Uh, let me go to Stephen for the answer. Hey, Stephen, how you doing? All right, guys, how you doing? Good. All right, Stephen, what is the pet supply store that will shave your dog's genital regions? I hope I got this. It's peen and poop. Peanut pooper or something like that? 
No. Nope. No, it has to be exact. Yeah, I can't. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. He was listening. He just didn't get it quite right. There's, uh, yeah, exactly. So let's see if somebody knows the answer. Let me go to Sean, who is on the air. Hi, Sean. You're on. Good morning. Oh, awesome. Hi, buddy. Guys at work. (laughs) What is the supply store that will shave your dog's general regions? I believe it was Peens and Heinies. Peens and Heinies. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, Sean. Hang on the line. Uh, we are going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR Rock Sturgill Simpson, produced by The Bowery, presents a good-looking tour March 14th. The Met in Philly, and tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via SturgillSimpson.com. Complete details at WNMR.com. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salis University is our sponsor, and uh, they offer quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologists will help you hear your best. For more information, visit salisuhealth.com slash P-E-I. Uh, since my throat hurts really bad, I'm just going to sum up these stories for you. Cool. All right. uh, Josh Homme from, uh, was asked in Rolling Stone about the time he kicked that photographer uh, in the incident a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, kicked the yeah. camera? Yeah, yeah. In her face. He didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I summed it up. He doesn't want to talk about it. Why? We don't need to elaborate the Kathy, issue. I summed up this much yeah, of it. Yeah, he did. A whole page. He doesn't want to talk about he it. He doesn't want to talk about I mean, it. Enough. Come on. Yeah. Let's leave the man alone. Uh, Bullbeat has shared a music video for the song Die to Live. There's a bunch of people I don't know that are in the video. All right. <laughs> All right, there's that one. Uh, well, actually, okay, so yeah, the the, <laughs> the singer of the band Clutch is in it, as well as Rainier, Jakob, Jacillo, and... I don't. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> They're in that video. Uh, this is kind of, this is fun, though. Uh, Panic of the Disco released a version of Into the Unknown from Disney's Frozen 2 on Monday. Did you hear it? No. Have you heard it? No, I was hoping you had so you could talk at length about it. (laughs) (laughs) The track finds uh, frontman Brandon Urey uh, channeling Elsa as she debates whether to take off on yet another adventure to save Arendelle. So she does it, right? She just stays at home? Uh, Yeah, she just wraps it up. I'm sitting this one out, boys. (laughs) Just going to sit here and uh, freeze some beer. Uh, so it'll be on the, uh, the soundtrack to the sequel, which is coming out on the 22nd. It'll also feature a version of Into the Unknown, sung by Adina Menzel, of course, who voices Elsa. So, uh, they've done other tracks before. They did, uh, they did a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody for Suicide Squad. It was really good. And they did, uh, they were on the Greatest Showman soundtrack as well with their version of The Greatest Show. Did you see, uh, The Greatest Show? Not all the way through. It's Okay. Is that the yeah. New Jackman one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the music is great. It's great. The right? story is uh, not so great. It's not terrible, but it's. Uh, I, but I love the music. Yeah. The kids, uh, my, my kids' school, they do a talent show every year, and that was, like, the theme. And I had done, like, the music for the whole show, so uh, there was a lot of it. I was like, oh, I like this song. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, that part's not bad, but I agree with you, Nick. The the, uh, the actual book, as they call it, yeah. mm-hmm. not that good. It Preston, wasn't the greatest Preston, show. you want to weigh in on the <laughs> It was okay. <laughs> uh, no, just to explain, by the way, you you have a cold, A, and B, you're now the lead singer of Saint. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're playing at uh, Chaps in West Norton on uh, the 15th. It's a Friday, and I will I will be displaying my singing chops. I'll be debuting my yeah. singing chops. Sing something from The Greatest Show, if you could. There's a, there's a song that the bearded lady sings. Yeah, it's good. I'll do my best. So, uh, yeah. 
So, and we're raising money for a Camp Out for Hunger. All the money we make that night, we're going to donate to Camp Out for Hunger. And then you're going to do the uh, the powerlifting contest uh, at, the sure. end of, at the end of the performance. Well, the next day is our Mother's Wish Gala. Oh, that is, oh my God. That week, that week, next week is going to kill me. I've got stuff every night going on. So, uh, but anyway, listen, we 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 soldier on because we're professional. Uh, last story: Robert Plant solo shows with these sensational space shifters always feature a nice dose of Led Zeppelin stuff. But uh, there's one band they'll never play, and that's Stairway to Heaven. He spoke candidly about his feelings regarding. Uh, the song, saying, of course it was a good song. The construction of the song, the actual musical construction is very, very good. It's one of those moments that really can stand without a vocal. And, in fact, it will stand again without a vocal, I'm sure, because it's a fine, fine piece of music. He went on to say, lyrically now, though, I can't relate to it. Uh, because really? it, it was so long ago, he said, I would never have, I, I would have no intention ever to write along those abstract lines anymore. I look at it, and I tip my hat to it, and I think there are parts of it that were incredible. Good day, song. Uh, the way that uh, Jimmy took the music uh, through, and the way the drums reached almost climaxed and then continued. Uh, it's a very beautiful pa- piece, but lyrically now, and even vocally, I go, mm, I'm not sure about that. So, But, you know, you grow as a musician, you grow as an artist, and uh, sometimes you look back and go, that's eh, not as great as I thought. It- yeah. Wow. That's it. Was that it? That's it. All right. Uh, that's all I have in music news for you. What were you going to say? No, 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 no. Okay. I, 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 it's okay. All right. Uh, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. When we return, we'll find out who wins their free press in the Steve Tattoo. So you still have just a couple more minutes to get this in. Text word tattoo to 39333, and we'll see who wins on Tattoo Tuesday. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I died and walked by and you said no. Is that what he says there, Nick, at the end? Wait, hang on. Sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he says. Died and you walked by and said no. That's, that's all he says, right? Because I've heard that there is a lower volume thing that continues on after that. Uh, but that's not true, right? I don't know. That's the European import version of that song. Yeah. The album version uh, is slightly different, and I don't believe has the diatribe at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, that version became the popular radio hit. Mm. Even flow. Tiny and peen. No, tiny and peen. <laughs> tiny and peen. Walked by said, I didn't know who shaved my dog tiny and peen. <laughs> All right. Uh, even flow from Pearl GM on 93.3 WMMR. It's about 1043. It's been a weird day today. It and is... I mean that in a good way. Well, you're not feeling well. I don't feel well. And you were a trooper throughout it. My throat hurts. <laughs> My throat hurts. Man, did I cough up a bunch of stuff. Thank God you weren't around, Kathy. Oh, God. And it was I... only a little bit happened <laughs> in the office, but... On my drive into work, I was rolling down the window like Ugh. every minute just to spit stuff out. So that's maybe where that uh, tractor trailer overturned. Mm. It slid in your mucus uh, pool. Very well could have. I was reading this story. Uh, Steve, you'll appreciate this. They were talking about uh, Everest and what the altitude can do. And uh, you get above 25,000 feet and your body literally starts dying. And there's this British climber who, as he was climbing Everest, uh, he was trying to cough stuff up, Preston. And he got he got caught he was choking on everything that he was coughing up, and he eventually was able to do it and spit it out. It was the entire mucus lining of his larynx. What? Oh, that's my what he, yeah. God. As, but he was able to breathe and swallow again afterwards, but his, that's, how, that's how badly his body was rejecting the ascent. Wow. So he coughed up, basically coughed up his entire larynx. I mean, you accelerate. We've talked about this all before, the the um, the lack of attraction of this process. I'm fascinated <sighs> yeah. by it. Me too. But, but for people who choose to accelerate their dying and climb the mountain, yeah. uh, it, it's... Uh, 
It makes for fascinating TV viewing. It absolutely does. All right, uh, I want to give away our Tattoos Day prize. So uh, we have a random texter of whom we are going to name now because uh, we do this on Tuesday mornings. Edge text in or tattoo to 39333. And the free tattoo goes to Jason Hollow. Who is from Levittown, PA, in Buckskill. Jason just got himself a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo. And uh, don't forget that you can find Eddie's at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly and get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artist, just like Mr. Don Juan. If you'd like to see his work on Instagram, you can do that. It's at Don Juan Tattoos. Or PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. So congratulations, Jason, and we want to see your tattoo when you get it done. I would like to thank our friends from Duncan come, who came in, Jessica Weissman. Yes, so nice. Phil Marketing Manager, and they're kicking off their Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich. And uh, it's it's plant-based, and they roll it out tomorrow. It tastes great, man. It really does taste it, like sausage. It really is good. So uh, if you have a chance, go by uh, Duncan and pick that up tomorrow. It's less, sausages. less calories, better for you, that whole deal. So uh, thank you for bringing by the Good Eats. And uh, there's more than 9,000 Duncan restaurants nationwide. They're going to roll that out. You can check out the details at Duncan Donuts. Dot com. Uh, thank you to Kathy for going over yeah. and uh, doing pacing for prizes. Clearly our most uh, uh, talked about and uh, loved contest of all time. Listen, it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> it's simultaneously adored and despised. Yes. There's no in between. Yeah. And listen, everybody's got some, some... That lady that won that purse, I'm not even kidding. I was like, ooh, I would I would totally get this. Nice. <laughs> I love it. It was so cute. All right, so we, <laughs> we got to do the letter of the day. You ready, Case? Yeah. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter A, as in Apple. All right, and we are going to give away a pair of tickets to three. You did so- it. I did. I came up with a word that begins A. Three sold-out shows, WMMR Concert Events, Tool, November 18th, Wells Fargo Center, The Struts on December 28th at the Fillmore, and Greta Van Fleet on December 29th at the Met. So we'll give those away on Friday. Uh, Let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by HERS, a Philly hometown favorite for generations. Whether you're hosting a tailgate or grabbing a snack on the go, wherever you're snacking, make it Philly, Philly, and grab a bag of your favorite HERS flavors, HERS, forever good. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport, and Wilmington University. Experience the WilmU difference by visiting wilmu.edu. What's up on the program today, Pierre? Why, thank you for asking. We have a block of Brian Adams. It's his birthday, block of Sublime, and a block of Bon Jovi. And uh, Bon Jovi, at least John, has a new song out that we will also uh, put in that. Nice. All right. Stick around for Pierre. He's going to take good care of you. Tomorrow on our program, Fox Good Day. Uh, we're also going to talk to George Lopez and we'll have some other goodies for cool. you. Cool. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. hate you. Line. Thanks to the hole who destroyed my mailbox this morning, along with my neighbors. Mailboxes are expensive. You drunk Next message. Just want to say thank you to uh, Scott for letting me work with him the past month or so. I really appreciate it. You are the man. Deb, I love you too. But just want to give a shout out to Scott first because, you know, money. Next message. What the f is this? There's nothing wrong here. 
the Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 